deal is, it is Halloween. Keeping up with tradition. We are giving you Psycho of the Week with Mr. Veritas Suicide. And of course, a brand new Suicide Puppet song. I give you Shell Shock. And then we give you Mr. Slick Tyson Stone. Kick it, baby.
Hey, Mountfielders and Puppet Army, this is Veritas Suicide from Advanced Suicide Puppets bringing you once again Psycho of the Week. Today's Psycho of the Week is a twofer, Frank and Rosemary West. Frank was born September 29th, 1941 in Gloucestershire, England. He was known as being an odd boy who was introduced to sex at a young age by his mother. He was also known for being a serial fondler to the girls in, high school, in his school. He was also into bestiality. It wasn't until his sister told the family that he had been raping her since she was a child that he was ousted from his family. He found odd jobs here and there and eventually married his first wife, Raina Costello, who bore him two daughters. He frequently cheated on his wife and it is believed was already murdering young women. Sex, rape, and sadomasochism was already living alive and well in the depths of his heart. Eventually, he met Rosemary Lett at a bus stop. After a long courting period, he finally won her over. She was the daughter of a schizophrenic man who had been raping her since she was a child. She frequently turned to prostitution, which bore no quarter with Frank. They turned him on. Eventually, he left his wife and took his daughters to live in a rancid caravan with Rose. They settled down in the now-famous 25 Cromwell Street. At first renting the home and eventually purchasing and setting up rooms to rent, Rose turned back to prostitution, setting up a special room for her guests, equipped with peepholes for Fred to watch. The couple delighted in the kidnapping, rape, and torture of local women, often burying them in the cellar and outside of their home. Their tenants didn't even stay long. Fred would often keep phalange bones as trophies. Rose was also responsible for the murder of two of their daughters. Fred would joke to the other children that if they misbehaved, that it would happen to them. Unfortunately, even their children were not immune to their abuse. Both parents would mercilessly beat the children and even subject them to their thirst for incest. Proof would later be found in their extensive video collection of hardcore sex, rape, torture, bestiality, and pedophilia. After one particularly brutal beating, one of their children confided in a friend of the abuse. Her friend told her mother, who called the police. Police arrived 6 August 1992 under the guise of searching for stolen goods. Fred was always in and out of jail for petty theft and assault. It was here that they found the videotapes. This led to a full-scale investigation where numerous bodies were found. Rose immediately disowned Frank, claiming it was all him and not her. The sorrow Fred felt at this betrayal and abandonment eventually led to his suicide while awaiting trial. Rose would eventually be sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. All in all, they were held responsible for 12 murders, with many more that could not be proven. Fred himself said that there were at least 20 more that police didn't know about. Their surviving children were not able to escape the cycle of abuse. Their son hanged himself after being accused of pedophilia himself. Frequent suicide attempts by other children followed. 25 Cromwell Street has been bulldozed to the ground to discourage souvenir hunters. For all this Monfielders and Puppet Army, his wife Frank West and Rosemary Letts are this week's Psycho. Guys, welcome to Minefields. 
Of course, I'm Joshua Michael, and we have a friend of Minefields, a drummer, Veritas Suicide. Yeah! I love working with you, man. Yeah, me too. I'm sad I couldn't go on the tour, man. The the wrestling biz took over. That's alright. Uh, we will all give you lashings later. I would hope so. <laughs> I would hope so. Uh, we've got a we've got a new wrestler on the new uh, on uh, New Era's uh, roster called Daddy Doom. She is a, oh, har- yeah. a hardcore BDSM artist. So she like oh nice yeah like uh, let me when, when we're talking I'll send you a photo of Miss Daddy Doom. But uh, I messaged her today at like three p.m. in the afternoon because I you know don't want like, anyone thinking like oh he's sliding in my DMs. No, I, I doubt she'd think that. But um. I found a. I was going through my drawers looking for a shirt, and I found an old Genitorture shirt. Oh, nice! Yeah, and I'm gonna send you the photos of it right now. And I was like, "Hey, we should rip this. We should rip off this uh, this T-shirt." And uh, I haven't heard back from her yet, but I really hope she she says yes because this is a this is an amazing shirt. I wonder if it's worth money. I found my old Peaches shirt too, by the way. <laughs> peaches. Yep, I've got a Peaches shirt where it's just like it's a butt cheeks. It starts from the butt cheeks down, like she's spreading her oh, butt yeah. cheeks and then just legs. <clears throat> but I'm hoping his daddy do lets me. Uh, I was like, I want to take some photos of her to like so we can rip this shirt off. Like uh, it's right. This shirt was a medium, by the way. I used to be skinny. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I I digress. Mr. Veritas, you just got off of a tour with one of my all-time favorite bands, Soulfly. So fly. Yeah, man. Max Cavalera. Mike Zion. And, of course, the great Dino from Fear Factory was on tour with us, man. Or we rather, we were on tour with them, is what I should say. That's the proper way to put it. Hmm. Is Mike, uh, the, dude, yeah, I, is Mike the dude from El Nino with the backpack? No, no. Everybody keeps getting that. That was actually... Um, uh, oh my god was that, that was Rizzo wasn't it I don't remember I, I just remember he was in, he always had a backpack on I saw him in uh, yeah. saw him a couple times well how was it man like uh, did you did you uh, did you mark out right away it was pretty cool um, so the first the first night was in Syracuse New York uh, at a venue called the Lost Horizon and when we first got there we met the stage crew and I think Zion Zion is also Max's son uh, he plays drums for Soulfly. He came out, and we were talking for a little bit. And uh, but my, we we met the stage crew, and the guitar tech and stage manager is a name is a dude by the name of Kenny. Big dude, like just a massive man. And the the bass tech is uh, is Phil. So anyway, um, it's our first night on the tour. We're 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 just kind of taking it all in and we're doing what we're told and like we brought all of our gear in but we didn't set anything up because the club told us oh well just leave all your stuff down so the locals can put their stuff up and then just put your stuff up after the locals are done right well we you know we didn't know any better we're just doing what we're told well (laughs) the last local goes on and kenny the big guy is like why aren't your cabinets up there like i do the club owner told us to or, or somebody from the club told us to not put our stuff up. And he's like, fuck that. This is our tour, not theirs. You leave your cabinets up there every show. And from there on, we left our cabinets up at every venue we played at. That's awesome. Damned how much room we're left on the stage. 
Uh, the only thing we striked was my drum set, and then you know, so that way the locals had room for their kit. But yeah, their their little uh, pearl starter kit. Uh, dude, there's this one band in Tyler, Texas, that literally brought out what looked like a spaceship. It was ridiculous. Ah, uh, like, why do you need that much stuff? But you yeah. know, whatever. They're not John Bonham. You're not no, Danny. You're not I mean, Danny Carey. <laughs> you don't need absolutely it. not. No, but plus, I'm, the thing. The I'm dude not, had everything, everything triggered. Like, massive drum kit. His snare was triggered, his toms were triggered, and his kick drums were triggered. Could he but play? I was just like, I, 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 yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Fortunately, the sound guy there, I mean, nothing for nothing. I felt, I kind of felt bad for the venue. The normal sound guy got booked to do something else, so they contracted this other guy just to come in and just run sound. And it took him, I'm not kidding, we got there, we got there at 2 in the afternoon for load-in. It took that guy until damn near 5.30 to get our sound locked in. <laughs> yeah, it took that long. And he, and he didn't even get it locked in. He basically just said, oh, that's good enough. Luckily, the sound guy for uh, Soulfly came up to us during the show and said listen man I'm gonna run sound for you guys this guy has no idea what the hell he's doing so that was that was probably the coolest moment on the tour for me uh, like when you know Soulfly's sound engineer is all like nah I'm gonna run sound for you guys and like when we went up there to sound check he had us dialed in in like five seconds of course man that's and a- now granted well granted they've been listening to us I think at that point for over a week you know what I mean so they knew how we sounded and they knew what we were going for. And it was funny. Um, Richie, Richie Cavalera was doing merch for Soulfly. He was telling us about it. He's like, yeah, dude, it was kind of cool. He had you guys dialed in. And then he started adding effects into certain parts of your songs. Oh, damn. <laughs> to give it a little, you know, a little bit of an edge. That's was, awesome. That's freaking cool, man. Yeah. I mean, like I said, they'd heard us for over a week at that point. So he knew where to bump things if you will so that was kind of cool man that's some mad respect man and then and then the other thing was when you're saying that max's kid was playing um drums i thought you were talking about richie because uh the richie actually is he's he he does vocals on pain off of uh primitive right correct uh but he also has his own band called insight and i highly recommend checking out the free badass Man, like, like one of those things that like really makes me happy about that sort of like environment when it comes to specifically Soulfly is the the family of bands that were like sat, that all in satellite and orbit around each other at that time when they like originally kind of incepted like Deftones, Will Haven. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, they were also really cool with like Bad Religion and um, uh, what's the other one? They got that like Jamaican style logo, not Bad Religion. Um, I can see it in my head. Oh, it's killing me off. I'm, I'm, I'm spacing on that on that name. But the, oh, you're good. the the like Soulfly had an impact on me that I've always in my head. I've always known that if I ever have a son, I'm going to name him Dana. Aww. Yeah. I, ever since I was a kid, I like when I was 16. I'm, like, I'm going to name him Dana after hearing that story. Like, yeah. Uh, probably better I wasn't around because I would have I would have taken anything to ask max about dana i would have wanted some more info on it well i i I can tell you this max is is kind of a recluse um we really didn't have a whole lot of access to max and i get it because he wanted to make sure the tour went on and it was like a you know a 
part of it was COVID. Um, and, you know, so we, we really didn't, we didn't really didn't get a lot of time with Max. I, I think I got a couple of interactions with Max here and there. One was just dumb luck. And the other, the other one, it was so cool, dude. Like, um, we got done with our set in, uh, oh my God, where were we at? Oh, I forget. I forget at this point. Uh, we were in, um, Louisville. We we're in Louisville, Kentucky. And, uh, we just finished our set. So we had to literally tear everything down, run it out to our trailer, load everything up. And we had it down to a science where we would be done before Soulfly even started their set. And Soulfly started their set with Eye for an Eye, which is a fantastic song. Anyway, um, so we're loading up the trailer and, uh, their bus is parked right behind our van. And the door opens, and out comes Kenny, the big guy, and uh, Max and Dino come out of the bus. And Max has got, like, two drinks in his hand. I think one's, like, coffee or something. And he looks over, and he goes, Suicide Puppets! He goes, I give you a shout-out. And then he took off. <laughs> that was, like, yeah. that was such a cool interaction. Like, he just, hey! You know, and, 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 and he, dude, seriously, after the second night of the tour, he gave us a shout-out every single night until the end of the tour and 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 like dude that is like the that's like the coolest thing for me ever uh and richie richie was telling us he goes dude don't take that lightly max doesn't do that very often so hold that i'll take that for what it's worth yeah hold that thought because i've had a question in mind for months about what i wanted to ask you for the the recap on this one uh before we before i ask that i want you to tell me about gloria Oh, dude, Gloria's fantastic, man. We called her our tour mom. I, I, anything, anything we needed, she was there. She seems like a warm person. I've, 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 I've read some things about her, even like back in the day, that she's just one of the most wonderful, like light-filled people you can possibly imagine. Dude, she is. She's a great woman. Um, and you know, I, I've seen things where people give her a bad rap, and I don't know why. You know, yeah, she, she's a little bit of a hard ass when it comes to scheduling. Uh, but that's why there's a schedule. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we gave you a schedule for a reason. Could you please follow it? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not that hard. No, not not at all, man. Like, I wouldn't even say that anyone gave her a bad rap. It, it, <clears throat> when people say things like that about, <clears throat> excuse me, about someone that is uh, goal-oriented, all they're saying, translation is, we fucked up and we don't want to acknowledge it. Yeah, totally. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, we never had any issues with any of that. Like, we followed everything to a T. I mean, they wanted us to show up, like, roughly two hours, because everybody had their own loading time. Like, Soulflight had theirs, and then we were we were directly after that. I mean, we were supposed to show up two hours later, but sometimes we'd, you know, be an hour later or an hour and a half later, and, and they didn't care, as yeah. long as we were there. Yeah. But we didn't get in their way. We let them do, they let, we let them set up all their stuff, they did their sound check. And when they were done and they were complete, then we would throw our stuff up there and do our sound check. So, all right. So, so you went, but it was cool. sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. I, I'm, I'm excited because I wanted to ask you this for a while. So you went on tour, Soulfly. Okay, that's yeah. great. That's great. Soulfly had you as guests. Uh, that is a big fucking deal. They they don't just pick Nancy Pamby Nancy Bands. Oh, I know. Because Max, Max is a huge metalhead, dude. Yeah. Huge metalhead. Now do you know why I believe in you? Maybe. Yeah. 
<laughs> I told you since the beginning, even when you were with Last Rhino, I knew, I knew, yeah. you, I knew you were the shit. Not the shits, oh. the shit. Now, yeah, I have the shits everywhere. Yeah, that was that was <laughs> Monday for me. That sucked. I ate way too much. Uh, well, anyway, um, <laughs> how do you feel about yourself now that you got that spotlight shined on you? Please tell me that you believe in yourself even more. I, I really hope that when you walked out of that out of that venue the last night, that you finally said to yourself. I belong here because you, you're not a pompous person. You, there's no hubris to you or you have confidence, but I, but there's always a tinge of self doubt in your voice. And a couple of times when we had a couple of drinks, you told me like how worried you are. Is that gone? Yeah. Yes and no. Um, no, because the reaction that we got from the crowd, from people that had never seen us before, made me feel good. I was like, okay, we don't suck. However, I'm me. I know how I'm going to be. There's always still that fear in the back of my mind. Like, do, do we still, like, did we deserve this? Like, did Max feel like he made a mistake? Yada, yada, yada. You know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. it's still in the back of the mind. Even though he gave us a shout out every night, which, which tells me right there, obviously, we didn't suck. You know, right. uh, we got a lot of good feedback from their from their camp. Um, we got a lot of good feedback from our from our agent. Uh, we got a lot of great feedback from their stage crew. And I don't, you know, nothing for nothing. Of course, I'm going to say it because I'm going to. I don't know if it was lip service, but they literally told us that we were the most professional band that they've worked with in the last 20 years. That's awesome. I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it for a second. Even like you know, we've joked around with Johnny a lot. You know, we can get kind of crazy, but when when work needs to get done, it gets done. Oh, absolutely. I mean, like I said, just follow the damn schedule. <laughs> right. Do what you need to do. Do whatever Kenny tells you to do, and everything's fine. <laughs> were Were those some of the biggest crowds you played for? Uh, probably a couple of the places. Not well. Yeah, probably a couple of the places, yeah. But for the most part, it, you know, about the size, some of the sizes we're used to. Um, San Antonio, oh, man. That place was jam-packed full of people. That was a pretty decent-sized room. Um, yeah, dude, oh, wow. There was a lot of people there. <laughs> how, were there how were the reactions to you? I mean, like, were, did any of them know who you were? Did... Uh, no, I mean, there was a couple of people that came up to us before the show. like, oh, I've been dying to, to, to see you guys, which, okay, cool. Awesome. You checked this out. That's great. Thank you so much. Um, but it, it, it was the same every single night. And it was funny because we all called it. Mm -hmm. uh, like, watch. Because we opened up our set with Man in Black. And it always takes that first song because most of these people had never seen this before, let alone heard of us before. <laughs> It always takes that first song, and then after the first song, they're like everybody's into it. Don't get me wrong; they all cheered and clapped after the end of Man in Black, but like it's, you could just see it on their face, like, "What the fuck am I watching?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because like, and, and a lot of people would come up to us after the set and be like, "I don't even know how to categorize you guys. I don't." And we're like, "We don't either." <laughs> That's one of the best compliments I could possibly imagine. Like, oh man, you guys sound just like Deftones. You're great. No, no, you got like, I don't know what I just saw, but I love it. Oh yeah, that's pretty much how it was every night. It's like, dude, you guys are like Rammstein with like 
Rob Zombie, and and they just start rattling off all these bands. Of course, most of them are in the industrial genre, which okay, that's fine. That's kind of where we fit. Right. But like, the, the, nobody knew how to classify us. And like, well, neither did we. But please keep listening to us. Yeah. <laughs> Buy our album, Mister Horny Man. A lot of those people. Mm. Yeah, right. A lot of those people, man, bought merch, and that's that's. I can't thank those individuals enough. Anybody that bought anything from us, thank you so much. That's what kept us going. Was uh was Honestly. a lot was uh, all the if you don't mind me asking was all the money in the merch? Yeah, uh, yep, yeah. That makes me happy. Uh, that's not in, in minefielders. That's not a knock on like whether or not they got paid well. That is just the that's just how the rock industry is. Like you, that's how you make your money. And if you're making serious bang on on the merch, that means people like you don't just buy a t shirt just to buy a t shirt. That's thirty five bucks. So how much are you charging for your shirts? Uh, the tour shirts while we were on tour were twenty five dollars a piece. Nice. So, so it's not. It's, that was about the average. Um, we had we had a couple shirts with us. The tour shirts were twenty five. The regular shirts were twenty. And then of course our album was for sale for ten bucks. And and we, we actually came up with this new cool um, uh, uh, packaging, kind of like a novelty item. Uh, I'll I'll show you here when we when we finish up with the, with the uh, with the podcast here. But it's a uh, we had we had these custom made thumb drives made. They look like coffins. Nice. And they say suicide. They say suicide puppets right on them. Mm-hmm. And we load both of our latest albums on it. So you get a total of eighteen songs. It comes coffin. It comes packaged in a box filled with dirt and a shovel. That's so awesome. So you have to dig out. Yeah, you have to dig out the coffin uh, thumb drive. And uh, we had like a sticker on it. We autographed all of them, and we were selling those for twenty five dollars. Which I, you know, I think that's kind of a fair price because of what you're getting. It's like it's a novelty thing. Yeah, but Plus even then, two albums. It, it, it's still it's still a thumb drive. Was it like two, three, four gigs? What what what's on there? Uh, I, enough. There's there's still plenty of room on the thing, but we just threw two albums on there, so 18 songs. I, I honestly I don't know the size, but but uh, it's cool. I'll show you one. Save um, one for me. Oh yeah, absolutely. Hmm. It's, it was just it was just one thing we just came up with like out of the blue. We're like we should do this, you know. It's, we're, it, it, it's it's uh, we're always trying to stay one step ahead of Wednesday Thirteen because Wednesday Thirteen always does cool shit like that, and we finally got one up on them. And uh, Troy Troy Dobler, the bass player for Wednesday Thirteen, came out and saw us at uh, in San Antonio. He wasn't able to watch us play because he had to go to work, but he came to visit us, and he was you know we got to talk and chit chat for a while. And he's like, I'm so jealous. I want to be out on the road. I want to be with you guys. And, mm-hmm. But it was cool. You know, it was cool to see you know a friend come out from another band. Um, you know, who were friends, you know, we friends with Wednesday 13 and it was just cool to see Troy come out and just, just to say hi. How did, how well did those sell? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. I mean, it was, I think we sold like maybe 10, 10 of them. That's a pricey but, item. It's a, but I get it. And I'm it not is. saying, I'm not saying it's too expensive. I'm saying that that's a definitely a specialty specialty thing that's, that's it, great it, it, it's a novelty it, it truly is a novelty but you do get two albums out of it so. oh two albums of kick-ass music what was it what yeah, was yeah. what was the best uh metal town oh dude ah dude probably i'm gonna go with el paso nice i knew it last night last last night the leg of the tour for us dude Rock House Bar and Grill in El Paso, and I, I there's it's interesting though. Well, I'm I'm going I'm going to go off on a tangent here, so I'm going to have to swing back to it. But 
El Paso, dude, that that crowd was killer. I mean, that was a metal crowd, dude. Brown people like their metal, baby. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, man. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. But but it was what I was I was gonna go off on a tangent here for a minute, and I'm gonna please, do it now. Please. Um, I did notice, and I, it, this is obviously not a mistake or coincidental. It's got to be done by design. I did notice a lot of the venues that we were playing at, a lot of the other metal bands were following the same route, with slight variations here and there. Really? But for the most, oh yeah, yeah, it was crazy, man. Like uh, I forget a couple of the venues we went to. Like a few weeks later, a band was going to be there, and then a few weeks later, that same band was going to be just where we were at. You know, what I mean, so it's just like it's it's weird. It's like they all follow the same path. I'm surprised you didn't come to uh, like Black Sheep or um, or Sunshine. But the, wait, they hit Sunshine before you guys were on the tour, right? Yeah, so the first half was uh, was with another band, and we did the second half. Um, we I didn't realize the first half went through Colorado. I would have loved to have done that, but uh, uh, don't worry, we'll get out there. Obviously, we'll, we'll, we'll get out. There. Obviously, your band has bigger penises than that other opening band. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, you know. I, we don't know them personally, but. They, they seem like cool dudes. You know, we talk to them on Instagram and stuff every now and again. Yeah, but I've seen all y'all on OnlyFans, and I, I've been looking. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta pay the bills, baby. I'm a, I'm a Peter Peeker. <laughs> <laughs> what did you learn? What do you mean? What did you learn as a band? I mean, like, you went out there, fresh-faced. Everything moves really fucking fast really fast um like you know unfortunately uh we had a we have a tour bus that broke down but we I, I have it back i got it back today but uh so we were vanning it this trip yeah and uh which is which there's nothing wrong with that the only thing that stunk about it is that we would get a hotel room every night somewhere on our way to the next venue but we had enough time to sleep for like maybe four or five hours maybe if we were lucky get up, rush to the venue. We would get there in enough time to load up on stage, do a sound check, tear down my drums, rest for a couple hours, play, stay until, you know, Soulfly's done. So, you know, it's out of respect, obviously. You know, they brought us on tour. We're staying until they're done. Yeah. Plus, at the end of the event and at the end of the show, people are going to buy merch. You know yeah. what I mean? So, <laughs> of course. So stay to the end. It's now like midnight, 1230. You got to load up all your merch because that's the only thing left. You got to pack up. Everything else is already loaded up. And then it's off to the next hotel. Sleep for another couple hours again and then off and off. And there was a couple, there was twice on the tour where we had to sleep in the van because there was too much drive time in between. Right. Uh, we did, we did get lucky in Florida. Um, Soulfly had to reroute some things because they were asked to play Blue Ridge Festival in Virginia. So they, they rerouted a couple things, and they moved one of the shows. They moved uh, the Birmingham, Alabama show a few days later. So on our way down through, we were supposed to stop in Birmingham, but that got moved because they went to go play Blue Ridge, and we went down to Florida. So we had booked a show in Tallahassee, and but it worked out 
the way everything was, we had three days in Florida. So we got a VRBO down in Florida. So we were at least able to be in a house for three days. Right. So we were able to, like, take real showers, do some laundry, eat some real food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so that was that was cool. That was nice. It was a nice, relaxing day. I'll tell you what, though. Those three days felt like three weeks. You know what I mean? Because, like, we didn't really go anywhere. We stayed in the house. Uh, I introduced the guys in the band to Publix. Anybody that's listening, if you know what Publix is, um, anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, the, so that was kind of cool. Um, and then when we when we did the Texas leg, our photographer also got a VR, got us VRBO in Waco because it was kind of like centralized from where we were going, yeah, like venue wise. So that was kind of cool. Uh, so at least we had a bed to sleep in during Texas. Um, but even then, like, we'd get done playing, the show would be over, we got done selling merch, and then we'd have to drive like an hour and a half to two hours to go back to Waco. Right? So luckily our photographer was kind enough, uh, thank you very much, Kim, to drive from the venue back to the VRBO when we were done for the night. So we could all at least get two hours that way and then get another couple hours in the house and then get up, head on down to the, you know, San Antonio and so on and so forth. And I mean, business-wise, what did you learn? Anything? As far as what? As far as how to conduct yourself as a band, as far as uh, how to make uh, more money, as far as how to present yourself to the crowd, as far as uh, who you are as a band. Well, we just we just stayed true to who we were. Like, we didn't really change much. Uh, we acted the same as we would any other show. Um we didn't really change that aspect of it. We did have, uh, uh, thankfully, uh, a young man named Logan, who is the a friend of our guitar player, Stephen Suicide. He was able to meet us in Georgia. So from Georgia until the end of the tour, he was able to meet us there to do our merch table for us, which helped out tremendously. Because nice. before that, somebody had to be at the merch table at all times. And then we were up on stage. Luckily, like, we, we, we are literally inducted into the Soulfly tribe, like the hands down. We were in Indianapolis. No, yeah, we were in Indianapolis, and I went to go over uh, and get a patch from Richie. I wanted a Soulfly patch because my new thing now is whatever band we go on tour with, I'm getting a patch and I'm sewing it onto my vest. So I wanted a patch, and Richie looks at me and goes, your money's no good here. You are all part of the tribe, and he handed me a Soulfly patch. Nice. From that day on, like we were treated completely differently. So, like we are, we are literally part of the Soulfly tribe. And uh, I was going somewhere with this, and I completely forgot. Zumbia senoda ye, zumbia senoa de mana, manda zumi. Sorry. <clears throat> oh, oh, okay, that's where I was going with it. Um, that actually helped, ironically. Uh, so after we were, you know, now officially inducted into the Soulfly tribe. Before our merch guy would show up, Richie would watch our merch table for us while we went up and played. Fuck. Awesome. Yeah. Now, we did the same thing for him. Like, if he had to go to the bathroom, like, dude, we got you. Yeah. yeah I mean, we got you, man. Like, so it was it was cool, man. It was really cool. And just to hear them say, like, you are part of the tribe now. Like, it's like, that was, like, you know, as I've been listening to Soulfly for <laughs> ever. Max since, what, 91? Yeah, right? Sepultura. You yeah. know what I mean? And now it's like, dude, I'll tell you, like, oh, 
<laughs> Tell me about Dino. Dino's really cool, man. He's a laid back dude. Um, you know, uh, he just, he's Dino. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Uh, he's pretty cool. Like, you know, we would just talk uh, about music and, and, uh, the, the one, the one night we were, we were in Dallas uh, at Trees, which is a cool venue. And, uh, we were up in the, I guess, artist area. You had to get a code to get in through the door. And Dino was up there and we're all just like BSing. And our one guitar player, uh, Tattoo Side was talking to him. He's like, well, I'm also in a disturbed tribute band. And Dino looks up from his phone and goes, you mean cover band? And I lost it. I'm laughing my <laughs> ass off. And of course, you know, the tattoo side's all like, like, dude, I told you, you just did a cover band. You're in a fucking cover and, band, uh, dude. You can call it what you want. It's a fucking uh, cover band. And Dino started talking about some other stuff. I'm like, oh, it's so lame. And then Dino looks at me and goes, lame. Like, I don't know, it was just... <laughs> Like the whole, I don't know, it, sound, it was way funnier in person than it sounds as I'm talking about. No, I get it. I get it, man. I get it. Like, uh, we, we were, we were roasting, uh, we, we were at, um, that, and, and I'm getting used to my environment now. Like, you know, we, like we, we show, we always go to, after a New Year's show, after New Year's shut up, uh, here in Denver, um, we go to uh, Great Scott's, which is like a 50s themed diner, but they serve alcohol. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's a really awesome place. And we're pulling up, and Tony's like, what? And I was like, no, this is the finish line. And he's like, what does that fucking mean? I'm like, this is the finish line. We can't come here until after we have succeeded. Like, we can't just come here yeah. regularly. And he's like, all right, I get it, I get it, I get it. But we, we sit there, and uh, one of our homies, Nate, orders a uh, uh, the Fiesta plate. And um, they bring his plate, and they just bring him, like, one sad-ass taco. And I was like, motherfucker, that's not even a, that's not a, a Fiesta. That's a fucking quinceanera. Fucking after right. after that, it was laser focus. Roast this asshole all night long. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah and uh, I'm, I'm sorry, man. Did we picked you? It just like it could have been me. <laughs> it it could have been me. We love the guy. <laughs> it just happened to be you right now. It, yeah, it just happens to be you. That's how it's gonna happen for the rest of the night. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, <laughs> you know the sad ass. <laughs> Tight ass taco. That's awesome. Oh, that's a terrible joke. <laughs> I know you're tired, man. We'll, we'll wind down. You got a you got a trip to a much deserved trip to Hawaii. Have you gotten any sleep since you got back? Some, <laughs> some man. You know, because unfortunately the 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 ride is over currently, and I gotta go do what I normally do so I can continue to survive and. You know, back out, back out running truck, man, but not really. I mean, but, uh, but this, this trip's well deserved, you know, and I can't wait to just spend time with my family. Was it easier to be on tour because you have a really, all y'all have really good shoot jobs and it, like, you weren't dependent on that money? Yeah, that helped tremendously. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 There was a lot less stress involved. Yeah, like, like we needed to make this much money. We need this fucking money. I remember, like, back in the day when I was in bands, like, you know, whatever we sold, like, we needed that for gas money fucking home. <clears throat> well, that's that's technically what we did on this tour. Whatever we sold in merch was going to fuel for the van. Uh, it, it went for food. 
you know, uh, it helped offset the cost of hotel rooms. So it, it did have its purpose in selling all that merch. We did actually, we did fairly well with merch sales. I was thoroughly surprised. We did a lot better than I thought we would. What were you eating on the road? <laughs> Garbage. Uh, we are thoroughly sick of Denny's at this point. I don't think we're ever going to visit a Denny's ever again. Uh, we went to a Waffle House once. Um, I don't remember what state that was in. And usually Waffle House isn't that bad, but that Waffle House destroyed it for us. Uh, where else did we go? Like after after those, like we went to we went to like three different places that were apparently the number one barbecue place in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Always. I mean, they were decent. You know what I mean? I don't know about the number one barbecue place. Yeah. But, uh, they were pretty decent. Uh, and, you know, I brought up Publix. Publix is a grocery chain down down south. Um, I, think it, I think it originated in Florida. But they have, like, dude, the hands down, in my opinion, like the best subs ever. Nice. Like, they're made to order. I think it's just the mixture of the bread, and they use boar's head meat and, like, all the other crap that they use. Like, it's the best subs I've ever had. So that was, like, a healthier night. And one of the nights uh, in Florida, we ordered Chinese. Um, in Texas, at our first stop in Houston, we wound up going to a uh, ramen bar, which I was really excited about. I think that was probably the healthiest meal we had the entire trip. <laughs> mm. Well, now, now you're home. Um, as we wind down, where are you going now? What are your plans? What do you guys got coming up? Uh, Band-wise? Yeah. Uh, well, we're, we're taking some time off. Uh, we have to finish recording our album. Um, we have... We just actually... Uh, like a month ago, we released a single, Shell Shock, which you have. Which um, is going to be premiering here. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we released that about a month ago, and we still have four songs in the pocket. But we got to go to the studio and record a couple more because we need to release our next album. So we're kind of focusing on that right now. We do have another show coming up in December here locally in uh, Mechanicsburg at Johnny Joe's. And we have another show being planned right now for February 19th. Um, uh, that's not 100% finalized yet, but we have all the bands that are going to be playing on it. We got the, we got those uh, situated. Um, as soon as we get that nailed down, you know, I'll give more details about that. But, uh, and we just, you know, we, we have a lot more tour offers in the box that we're, we're, we're playing around with and we'll see what happens. Well, here's the never working a real job the rest of our lives, man. I love you. Damn right. I appreciate you taking your job. Oh, you're one of the few people allowed to call me Josh, man. Well, guys, minefielders, uh, we had the honor to have Mr. Veritas Suicide on our show once again. Friend of Minefield's Puppet Army, you're fucking welcome. And we're about to give you the psycho of the week. This transmission is over, and this is dangerous. Uh, I lose to, you know, BOD. Me and my partner, we used to BOD in a street fight, which funny thing was a lot of first happened to me that this year. I had uh, gotten a street fight, did pretty well, got put through a table, which, you know, it is what it is. Three on two, it, ha- it happens. I mean, what, what can you do? 
Yeah, no, it wasn't Legos. It was Army Men. Uh, Legos is like one step below that, but no, it was Army Men. It sucked. And then, yeah, no, it's it. Right, right. Uh, it's it's a toy, but it, it, yeah, I heard Legos suck worse. Uh, and then after that, I faced my partner in a first ever Serengeti survival match in a thumbtacks. And next thing out, I'm like, wait, what the? What the hell am I doing? And then the next month after that, I tagged with the same man that put me through thumbtacks, and we and we beat four other teams for the Primo's Tag Team Champions. And you know, oh, it was it was a it was a great night. I mean, <coughs> it's it's crazy. And then we just did uh, Neon Lights Bar Fights um, a couple of weeks ago, and that was my first that was my first Neon Lights Bar Fight match, and. Oh yeah, we. I mean, I love Big Guns Justin Andrews. That's my brother. Yeah, he got. He, he's the other person my mom adopted besides you. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, we 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 beat the shit out of each other. I mean, even though we didn't use any weapons, I had fans come on up to us like, "Yo, that was probably one of the most hard hitting hard hitting match of the night. Y'all didn't y'all didn't use any weapons, and y'all literally like." just lit each other up and I, that that was a big deal for me so i still feel going back to the answer that you gave me i know I, I was rambling but a part of me still it's it's not set in yet and you, i still it's a it almost feels like i still have something to prove when i don't you know does that make sense it makes perfect sense i want to know if you're okay as a singles wrestler well there's only one way to find out because eventually you know there's a, I can count on one hand how many tag teams stay together for their duration of their careers. Not a lot. The Dudley Boys didn't do it. Uh, the Rockers didn't do it. You know. New Day is still together, man. I can't, New New Day still together, but they're six, not. Six years after New Day started, they're still together. They're still together in, in, in a way, shape, form, or fashion. Uh, but yeah, I I we're just gonna have to find out. I mean, you ready? I, well, get ready. You're gonna have to be. I'm gonna have to be because eventually, Guns is gonna gonna have to do his thing. You know, Tag will still be Tag, but Big Guns does his thing. Slick Tyson Stone does his thing. You know, and or as we always do, we'll probably be against standing across from each other, beating the piss out of each other again because that's what we do. If we ain't Beating up, beating up other people, we beating each other up. So there it goes. The the one thing that always makes me feel good as a photographer and as a uh, reporter and a podcaster is right. when I'm shoving a camera in someone's face mm-hmm. during a match, and oh, it's Josh. <laughs> like like like, that, like that's when like I get a lot of. I'm not gonna lie, man. My photos are fucking awesome. <laughs> they are. They're yeah, on point. I, I ain't gonna lie, man. Photos are fucking awesome. But, <laughs> but, I appreciate all the shares. I appreciate people putting me over. Right. But what I really appreciate, when I feel I'm, I'm doing what I should be doing, is right. when during a match, someone saw there's a camera in their face, and a guy in all black, and his hair's all over his face. And they pose while they're getting choked out or or, or dragged behind. Um, mm-hmm. I, I get that. And during that uh, Rampage match, you, you were posing? 
<laughs> you were posing you like I I got I got some really good shots. That was that was like it was the first time I'd done like any action shots like Yeah. In a while. So they I, were So I could tell you that right now. I don't know what I I because normally when somebody gets a shot of me, if it's not you, it's the other photographer. It was uh, Rice. Oh, Miss it's, it's, Rice. It's, She's the queen. Yeah, it's, oh, yeah. She's, y'all are both. So it's one of y'all. It's, it's always one of you when I'm getting get it, when I'm in a match and y'all taking photos. And here's the thing. I try not to pro- pose. I just try to get in the moment. So if it looks like I'm posing, it's like, well, y'all just caught me at a good time, you know. Very good time. Yeah, it's very good time because, I mean, so – you may think I was posing, but at the time I really wasn't. I was really like into it, and you just caught me like at a very, very good moment. You still haven't answered my question. You ready? For What's that? You, you ready for singles? I, I, I here's the thing. I'm not going to say no, but at the same time, that's one of those things where you it's, it's sink or swim. So I'm not going to say, yeah, I'm not going to say that, yeah, I'm ready for singles. And then I go do my singles match and I shit the bed. I'm not going to say that I'm not ready for singles. And I go out there and they're like, oh, shit, you know. So I I will respectfully not answer, but I will say this. It's one of those things where singles is going to be an inevitability. And I'm going to, you know, I'm going to have to step up or step aside. If that makes any sense. No, it makes perfect sense. And I'm going to help you answer it because I'm going to ask you that question again. Okay. Um, I have a lot of people that have been hateful to me because I just happen to be good friends with Tony Morales. Okay. Tony has opened the door for me for a million different things. Right. And I have heard... Because I'm a reporter, and we always got my ears open, and I'm, I'm being nosy, and I'm taking photos, right. and I'm wandering around recording. You're doing your job. I'm doing my job, but I've heard right. people say, say things that, like, I wouldn't be where I was unless Tony hadn't put me over. Right. Tony's 19 years in the business. Mm-hmm. Made it to Ring of Honor. Um, mm-hmm. He's never in any way... Made it easy for me. Other than the fact that... Don't piss that one off, because you're going to piss Tony off, because they're boys. Right. And I still have to work. I mean, Tony hasn't made it easy in the least bit. I mean, he's the hardest one on. Right. I'm asking you the singles question, because... You're with guns. Right. I have to figure out a way to get a get out. Not really get out of Tony's shadow, but show that I deserved it and that I was being put over for a reason. Right. I just have a camera and I read a lot of comic books. You're okay. you're putting your body on the line, right? And but you're with guns. Now, after I said that, answer that question. How are you comfortable being singles? Okay. So I can answer that question with an analogy because this actually happened to me earlier. I'm going to explain this, okay? So no secret, me and Randy Ruth have been friends out. I've I've been friends with him for almost 10 years. 
before I got into this business, I've been friends with him. I've been friends with his family. His family's fam- been friends with my family. I'm, we all know each other, right? I, I miss being friends with Randy Rude. Yeah, I know. I know. So the thing with that being said, there's been times people are like, oh, yeah, Slick got this because he's friends with the, he's friends with the Rudes. And there's been times where I haven't been booked at CSW. And I never take it personally. I don't, I, I don't take it personally. So with all the things that I've been learning from guns, I, am, I, I, I personally feel that I'm being groomed for singles. And when that call comes, it's like, hey, Flick, I want you to work this guy. Beat his ass. <laughs> you know, it is what it is. I'm gonna make. A, I'm, I'm gonna do. You know, Anthony Thomas is gonna get shut off. Mr. Messerano find out it's gonna get turned on. You know, and you know, it, if if I do great, great. If I shit the bed, learn it, learn from that, go to the next one, and go from there. And that's and so yeah. So to answer your question, yes. Now to answer your question, how do you get out of Tony Shadow? Tony oh, I wasn't asking to get out of Tony's shadow. Oh, okay. Cause, cause Tony has put me over, but he's yeah. put me to work. Yeah, well, well you, you have to work. You're, you're, yeah, you're, but, that's what you do. Yeah, you the, like that many years in the business. I mean, like, I, I, I can't let this guy down. Not, not, exactly. only, not only do we hang out and we go by Thomas and stuff, but like when we're, right. on, when we're on the scene, he's never said it to me. But mm-hmm. the look in his eyes is fucking deliver. Right. Fucking deliver. Like, like, where there's been times where I'm there early taking photos, and um, I got to make sure that I'm not making him look bad. So, not only, not only am I my best behavior, but my photos, I'm like, no, move here, move, do this. Yeah, they got to be top notch. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, exactly. It, it's not a shadow I want to come out of. Like, uh, he's, he's basically my sensei. Right. Like, and... Um, I don't want to ask, and I'm not going to ask how to get a gun shadow, because you're not in gun shadow. You, so, you're, I can answer you're, that you're, for you're, you. You're, 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 you're being trained by guns, but that doesn't mean that you are guns at all. But it's not just guns. Okay, so I know exactly what you're talking about. So, here's the thing about that. It's not just guns that I go, XO, when I go to whatever promotion I go to, whether I go to out of state, whether I go to Texas or I go to Arizona where we went to, it's not just guns that I'm, I mean, guns is my partner, but it's not just guns that I'm representing. It's guns, it's Daisy, it's Sam, it's it's Tony when he, when he did train, when he was with us, when he trained, it's Elias, it's everybody that is actually Invested in put me. in work, invested in me, and these are some of the guest seminars that I've actually been to. So that's Gino Rivera, that's about Uncle Bob Evans, that's you know D'Lo Brown, that's anybody that I've actually paid money or I've invested time in me. That's Jason Kincaid, that's anybody. So it's not just Guns's shadow, more or less, that I'm trying to break out of. If you want to look at it, think of it like it's the evolution of Slick Tyson Stone because it went from being Anthony Thomas the trainee to Slick to Slick Tony Thomas the ref to Sergeant Slick to Slick Tyson Stone to whatever my next chapter is if that makes any sense whatsoever so you're ready yeah more or less 
Yes. You're, you're, you're ready. And I'm not saying you're in anyone's shadow. We're, we're talking about the respect of the people that took us under their wing and... Right. And, um... It's a big fucking deal, man. Like, like, very, man. Like, I get, I get choked about. It. I'll tell, I'll tell you off camera. Um, right. But now we've got. I don't want to see you guys break up. I want to see a. I gotta go here. You go there. We'll get back to you there anytime. Right. It has to happen. Right. I, like, I don't want to see that bullshit. Like, let's see them. Duke it Does out. Does she fight? <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. No, I don't want to see that at all. I, like that, 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 that absolutely defeats the purpose of friendship and and knowing what these guys are going through together. Because, I, I, like, I talk to Tony every day. How many times? Have to, how, how many times you have guns? Every day. Right. Every day. Uh, I, I talk to uh, Morales probably more than I talk to my regular family. Right. And, but we've got a goal in mind. Mm-hmm. Him, he's got his goals. He's got his umbrella. I've got my umbrella. I've got my goals. But right. we we push each other. That I right. I just one of the main purposes why I want to interview tonight was to solidify the fact that you are not in anyone's shadow. Right. And. You've talked about it before. I've heard you talk about it backstage, and I'm sorry if, if you if if you don't like what I'm talking about. Throw up the X. We'll we'll, we'll get out of it. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I'm, I'm an open book. You, you know that. Well, we're boys. Um, yeah, but well, we are. I've heard you talk backstage. You weren't disparaging yourself, but at the same time, you talked about yourself in someone else's shadow. But right. I. Hated that. I heard that. <laughs> I, I, I remember you were talking on the phone. I remember, mm-hmm. I remember looking over you, and I was taking shots of uh, Ryzen and uh, Grim. Grim uh, just plot, plotting their their match, and I heard you say mm-hmm. something, and like uh, Ryzen, like, "Yo, Joshua Michael, over here." I'm like, right. "Oh, uh, sorry, sorry." And it pop, 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 you know, just it took me a couple minutes, you know, mm-hmm. to recenter myself. Heard you on the phone. Really pissed me off the way you were talking about yourself. Right. I didn't like it. I know I know what conversation that you're referring to. I know exactly what it is. Yes. I know I know exactly what it is. And I can tell you who I was talking to. It was my wife. And so she because she she couldn't be there at the show. And I I'll I'll say this. So being a performer, being a wrestler, and being doing all the obstacles that I have that I've 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 overcome, yes, I've I still get nervous before a match. I don't care if I'm an opener, I don't care if I'm a main, I don't care if it's for a title, I don't care. Yeah. I've always I've always had that because I want to go out there and I want to bust my ass and I want to do the best that I gotta do and I'm gonna be and I, I am I'm I'm still gonna probably be like that for a while but it was just setting into me at the time where I was like holy shit and I and, and I and then I know that's like oh yeah you guys knew that no we didn't know shit we did we did not know shit about that show at all we didn't know only thing that we knew was who we was facing in the opening round. That was it. I swear on all five of my children, I did not know anything else. 
So when you take a picture of me being legit shocked, that was not that was not scripted. That was not acting. That was legit shock. Yeah. And with that being said, you know, I guess the way that I was feeling, and I know that pissed you off, and I do apologize for that, you, you, that episode. You, 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 you didn't piss but, me off. You didn't piss me but, off. It was just more of a, like, motherfucker, I thought we've talked about this before. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And we've, we talk about this a lot. But the thing about it is, is that it's always a normal person that doubt creeps up in your head. And it's, it's, it's like, because it was setting in, I was like, holy fuck. I have actually am in a tournament to crown the vacant tag team championships of primos now they can talk all the shit that they want about me being an rcw tag team champions that's fine it's a different company i'm not shitting on that company i'm not talking bad about that company this is i love those guys yeah they're, they're awesome they're awesome but this is a new company that i work excuse me that i work for and I haven't been with the Primos crowd. I haven't. I don't know how they're going to react to me. I don't. And, you know, they saw me in a thumbtack match earlier last month, and then I'm tagging with this guy. And then you got you got to think about it this way. You got high-caliber talent like Fisticuff Incorporated with Chongo and the final boss, Bruce Wayans. You got Murder of Crows with Princess Deathwish and, you know, I know it was her name. Her name was Tarantula. I think Jade. And then you got you got all these caliber talents, you know, like haters gonna hate, which you know with Filter and Lipto, my boys love them. And I'm a guy <laughs> that just came back earlier this year from injury, and I was out for a year. And my wheels in my head were like, "Holy fuck," you know, right. and. And that's and that's just how I am. And I've I still I mean, like I said, I still feel that way, but it's getting easier now. It's getting easier for me to perform. It's getting easier for me is it, to be what I am. Is it getting easier for you to accept your success? Yes and no. So I'm still going to be that humble guy that you met three years ago. You've always been a humble guy. I, I've it, always it's, been it's, humble. It, it, I've. It, it, you know how most people, they win the title and they slack off. I'm actually the opposite. I'm the, the guy that's going to bust his ass even more. And I've, I've, I've wanted to be like the RVD type of guy when it came to the ECW TV title. Because he actually elevated it to the, the same prestige as the world, ti- world title, in my personal opinion. But that's neither here nor there. That I've always been like that. I've always wanted to work hard. Okay, hey, what what do I need to do to make this character more compelling? Or what do I need to do to you know make this match better? Or what you, you know what I'm saying? I've always been like that. I do. So it so have I accepted my success? Yes, but I still work. I still work to the point where I don't let it go to my head. You know. I so, get it. I get it. But are you able to go to bed knowing you did a good job? Yes. I I tell myself, hey, my opponent didn't get hurt. I didn't get hurt. The crowd liked it. If if I get if the crowd comes up to me and says, Hey man, that was a great match, you know, or like for example, uh RCW laughed earlier this month. There were five fans that never went there. 
and they, they never came to a show and they bought merch and they said they will come back. They said that to me. And I'm like, holy shit. And I think I was, that was a singles match I was in. I was in a three-way, yeah. three-way match. Yeah. And uh, it, it's, I was like, okay, I'm doing something right. I didn't, I didn't stink up the joint, you know, because you'll know if you did a good job or if you did a shitty job. So there's, there's things that you can improve on, but, you know, you'll, you'll know. You know if you did a shitty job or not. There's only one thing I'm mad at you about. <laughs> okay. A. Interviewing Abaddon. Tomorrow. Can't make it. Fucking make it happen. <laughs> Dude, okay. So, I am still pissed to this day that I'm... Oh, God. I don't have very many regrets in my life, but that one is easily it, top ten. I scored an interview with Abaddon, and you're and what busy. the fuck happened? I don't. I, I think it was something with work because I was having that crazy ass schedule. It was something, bro. I, I didn't care, <laughs> bro. All I know is all I know. And that, and that broke that broke my fucking heart because I really really wanted to do that interview, but I was like, hey, dude, she's gonna be a big deal. Do it without me. It's gonna hurt, but just it, do it yeah. by, without. Yeah, and it hurt. What, and what happened two months later? What happened? She told me that night, she, man. Yeah, I know, I know, but I mean, between you and I, what happened? She gets signed to All Elite Wrestling, and I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" And, 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 and like I said, I don't have a lot of regrets in life, but that was one of my biggest. And I've, I've met her in person, and she's she's a total total sweetheart. And I I kind of regret not you know not being part of the interview on that. But I hey, would never that's give your ass that shit. Okay, and you know what? And I and I deserve that. I deserve that. So if I ever win it, when I when I do a when I do win a singles title down the road, I'll give you, you know, just get like give you give you first no, shots. Yeah, give give me first shots. Um, you get first shots on that, brother. I, I was planning on this year's Christmas and Thanksgivings. Um, oh yeah, you you're already you're already invited by default. You know oh, that, right? Because well, my mom will never. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. I was just thinking about what I need to bring over. My dad. My dad, <laughs> my dad makes a a man's man Mexican dinner. Right? You ever had like raw red chili? You know the red chili you put on. No, like, I'm no. not. I'm not talking about that. The, the the tomato shit that they put on like cafeteria right. enchiladas. No, I mean like real ground up red chili. I tell you what, I'm gonna I'm gonna reach out to mom mom on that because if I'm lucky, so um, if I'm lucky. If I'm lucky, my bo- my sons will be up there. If my sons are here, I would love for them to meet it's, you. It's, I would love to meet them, and I'm going to yeah, test them because this. So, so the red chili you put out, like hatch red chili. Mm-hmm. My dad makes this. He makes red chili, and then he goes out right. and he grills up like five steaks and chops them into chunks, and he puts all the chunks into the red chili, and you're right. ex- and you're expected to eat it like soup, right? Like, 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 red chili, you, you put on some stuff to, like, spice it up, right? No, right. wrong. This is a soup of red chili. This is a put hair in your balls. Um, <laughs> like, 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 the only thing you're allowed to eat with it is a tortilla. 
So, oh, wow. I, I was thinking about doing that for Thanksgiving and then some green enchiladas for Christmas. Bring over, like, a casserole. You know, whatever you bring, because my family, they don't expect you to bring anything just your your appetite so if you bought like a a two liter of of pepsi or sprite we wouldn't give you shit about that now if you were an asshole and you brought like forks <laughs> and then you come out with like five five, five, five plates. plates yeah yeah no we've actually had people do that we actually have family family members do that we all bought like napkins and then they come out with like five plates i'm like wait a minute fucker you brought napkins yep how do Fuck, do you eat napkins and you are like, and right. so, yeah. Right, tell so, me, yeah. tell me which one your boys are going to be at and I'll bring the hair on your balls. I'm still, I'm still working on that because two of them are grown and they're working and one of them is in high school. I think, damn, he's either a junior, I think he's either, a, I think he's a junior this year. So, yeah, so that's what we have to, uh, that's what we have to plan out and, you know, and plus, I'm kind of I'm kind of the dad when you're like 18. Yeah. I don't tell you what to do anymore. I can only suggest what you do. So, if you don't want to come up here, you know that's gonna hurt a no, little bit. I'll but be there. Was, no, I'm talking about my sons if they want because they live in Arizona. So if they want to be up here, that's cool. They'd be up here. If they don't, they don't. I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna force them. So well, I would love for them to be up here with their grandmother and their their uh, their siblings, but you know what it is, what it is. Let me know. Yes, I will that, do that. The ones are going to be. Uh, I'm going to bring the. Uh, yes. The, yes, uncle. Uh, the uncle can uh, bring some uh, red chili, so that way they can uh, grow fill, hair on their balls. Fill, <laughs> fill the steak and. Oh boy! Oh, dude! <laughs> like I, I like. Yeah. Uh, I texted my mom the next day. I was like, came over. Made that dad made that shit. Yeah, I was almost late for work today. Why? What do you think? Why? <laughs> and, oh and, man. And uh, no. Uh, so let me know which one. Um, yeah, I will. I will definitely. I'm really proud of you. Thank you. Like Thank uh, you. the 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 dude that I first had a, a, our first formal confirma- uh, confirmation, like us being friends. You were really upset. You were scatterbrained. You were lamenting the fact that you were hurt. I'm not going to do this again. Probably done. And then then I'll look at you. It's, but here's the thing about that is that, well, so I did my first year of training. Well, it wasn't even a year. And we was, I was doing a return. I was doing a match. I was Guns' first feud. When he came back from Afghanistan. And in the first match, people liked it. The second one, people really liked it. And then I was like, okay, well, you know, this is going to put me on the map. And then next thing I know, it's like, yeah, like the old saying goes, if you want to make God laugh, make plans. Well, I tore my knee and I was like, I'm going to be gone for 11 months. And I'm like, are are you kidding me right now? And it, 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 it sucks. But text we the, we text the wrong person just taking a second Yes, I know. I saw that. I'm like, uh, yeah, that's not me. <laughs> no, not but you. that is not me. So I will ignore that. But uh, no. So, um, but yeah, and it was it's it's hard when you're trying to do something and it gets taken away from you, and now you have to work harder to get it. 
So I've, I mean, and my wife, like, for example, I was talking to my wife about this earlier today when I was talking to you, before I started talking to you, I, I told her, she's like, well, what character do you associate yourself with? I said, I've always presented myself as Rocky from not, not Rocky five, not Rocky six, not even Rocky three or four. It was always the first one because the guy he he was a, he was a I mean he what did Mickey said call him a bum, he had talent, but it was squandered. And then when uh, Apollo Creed, you know, came at him, he's like, "Yo, this guy's never been knocked out. Fuck knocked out. Guy's never been beaten, let alone not knocked out. I'm not trying to beat him. I'm trying to go the distance." And that's every match that I've been in. So everybody that goes after my knees, everybody that tries to beat my ass, I get up and I'm going to try and beat your ass. And that is how I am, you know, every match. Like, so I was with my knee thing. I was like, I'm going to come back and I'm going to give it everything that I got. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But, you know, I'm not going to go without lack of trying. I've, I've checked a bunch of stuff off my list tonight. Um, yeah. We talked about your mom. We talked about your career. Yeah. We talked about you getting hurt. We talked about your military service. We talked about your family. Yeah. We talked about your self-doubt. Now yeah. that I made you think about all that shit, I yes. warned you for walking through minefields tonight. Yes. How do you feel? I feel a lot better. I feel I feel a, a lot better. If If you asked me this a year ago, I couldn't say that with sincerity and being definitive about it but i feel a lot better in the position that i'm in could things be better of course things could be better but i actually feel good well i really challenge you that man uh i i, I knew you knew how i how i operate yeah. <laughs> I've, I've been on a couple of shows with you as your co-host so i knew i knew you wasn't going to take it easy on me I, by no I, chance i absolutely was not going to take it easy on you like right. you you have actually been i've been the hardest on uh, i know because i'm like you didn't ask this guy this question shit why me <laughs> yeah because it's you yeah it's and, me and you know my heart's in the right spot right um we've got a lot a lot to see from you Right, of course. We've got a lot to look forward to. We've got a lot of interviews. We're going to have you pull you in just because I always told you you're always going to be part of it. Yes. And just fucking get some goddamn good sleep tonight, you fucking narcoleptic, (laughs) fucking self-doubting asshole. Get some goddamn good sleep. You've You've got a gorgeous wife. By the way, don't tell her this. Yes. We're not taking those photos until it snows. Because oh. <laughs> I, I have I have a every time I do my photos, I've got a a mission. I'm gonna let her know that because she okay. So she was a little bit mad at you because she never got a response back, and I was like, okay, so he's probably busy because he's doing. He's doing the, you know, the new era thing with Tony, and he's doing other things. I didn't realize and, and he's I didn't responder. I, I didn't realize you never it. did. Okay, you all right. Never did. I have an idea. Mm-hmm. Let her know I've got an idea, but it's gonna mm-hmm. be cold. She'll she'll do it. She'll, gonna, she'll she'll do it. She'll she'll do it. I mean, if, after all the shoots that she has done so far, I don't think she's gonna have a problem. Oh, I'm not gonna make it easier. 
No, <laughs> she's not. I mean, the worst case scenario, she just cusses at you, but then you'll get used to it. So. Oh, I'm. <laughs> she'll she'll be like, hey, I I cussed at your friend. Uh, did you get shots in? Yeah. yeah. Well, is, there you go. Yeah, he'll, he'll be fine. <laughs> he'll be fine. He'll, <laughs> he'll, he'll he'll live. I've cussed at him before too. Not much, but he'll he'll live. It'll be fine. I have a really good idea for her, and uh, I didn't realize I didn't respond to her. Um, That's okay. I have a really good idea, but it's going to be snowing and it's going to be cold. And, okay. And uh, I know exactly where to do it. Okay. Well, then that that's between you and her. Uh, like I said, I'm pretty sure that the problem. Oh hell no! Uh-uh. Oh, oh, don't you do that! No, 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 no! Don't you do that to me! No, 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 no! That hey, I let I let her. She, I, she, she let me does the handling thing. Oh uh, the no! Thing. No! I, no! I, no! I will. I, it's gonna be a, a, oh. a simultaneous text message between all three of us. Okay, that's and that's fine. If you're if you're comfortable with that, I have absolutely less than zero problem with that. So you're fine. I'm fine with that. Listen, just give me a five minute head start if I piss her off. Uh, you're gonna get him 15 because I, I can't I can't run that fast. So you're you're good. You're good. I don't I don't want to catch you. I'll just let you. I'll I'll give you a, like okay. I'll give you about a two hour head start. Just don't see me for the next couple of weeks. So they can't. I, I'll, I'll, yeah, no problem. They can't run fast. No, they can't. I can't. <laughs> I'm I'm 43, man. Come on, dude. The only thing that runs fast on me is my mouth. That's about it. All right, man. This has been, I've been waiting for this for a long time, because you asked me, like, a year, a year and a half ago. Yeah. Um, it's not that you weren't ready. I, I right. just, I was waiting for you to be comfortable. And right. This is, uh, man, I missed you, man. I miss you back, brother. I know, I know that thing's been busy. I know, been busy doing your thing. I've been doing mine, and that's fine. I mean, that happens in life. That's why I was never. I I, I, I told myself, hey, Josh, my boy's gonna get it. He's gonna get at me, and he will. And I, that's and and that's fine. And I, like I said, and plus I get my, you know, get my uh, my skills up. You know, get some matches, get some some memorable events up and you know we got a lot to talk about so i'm actually glad because what what was the last show that i was on i want to say february right february or march uh, last was the last time. show last, last show i was on with you good with that uh, as a co-host uh yeah it was, it's been a while but uh yeah last time i actually physically saw you was uh pre-slave uh, yes, that was antagonist. That was a uh, primo's antagonist. So last month. If uh, anyone asks why there's more photos of you than anyone else, just tell them the truth. <laughs> yeah, I, I play favorites. <laughs> I, I, like I unabashedly play favorites. Um, you will get your picture. Right. But. <laughs> I, oh man, I, I, I love. It. <laughs> I, I play favorites, you know. Like you know, I I, yeah. I, I don't like. I, I like the real world. Like in the in my shoot job, I got to be nice to everybody. I'm the equal. Yeah, same, same with my shoot job. Fine, 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 fine. No, I can do that. But in the real world, uh, uh-uh. <laughs> uh, uh-uh. <laughs> how, how many pictures I sent your ass tonight? I stopped counting after eight. Yeah, and I still have. Um, and, so I, and I haven't even I haven't even shown wife yet, so I'm like, 
I was like, wow. I was like, this should be like a buddy sitcom movie. <laughs> I was like, Jesus. If they ever, if they ever do a uh, a Lethal Weapon remake and they want to make us, you know, normal normal looking people, then they 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 got to think that. There, there you go. Big guys, Justin Andrews and, and Slick Tyson Stone in, well, the, in the Lethal Weapon remake. Well, and on that chord, uh, obviously <laughs> you're getting too old for this shit. And, very too old and, for this shit. And give us where to find you on Facebook and Instagram All right. and OnlyFans. So Instagram. Okay, so my plug. Okay, so... Uh, Facebook page, you can find me at Punisher Slick. That's L-S-L-I-K-K, two Ks. Uh, Instagram, that's Slick underscore Tyson underscore Stone. And uh, for uh, Twitter, it is uh, ro- at Rogue Soldier 227. And OnlyFans? Uh, not yet. I'm in the, that's in the process of me, uh, only fans of me getting dropped on my head. So that, you, if you want to, if you want to see, if you want to see morbid shit like that, <laughs> it's in the works. One of my favorite, <laughs> one of my favorite moments of you and I ever doing anything is when we were interviewing Bruce Wayans. I'm like, yes. Bruce, are you spreading your butt cheeks on, uh, Instagram, <laughs> uh, on, 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 he's like, take my butt cheeks out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was one of the most fun interviews that i mean it was hard doing that because he just bruce i mean i don't know what's more fun interviewing him or fighting him because i fought him like two times joshua michael take my butt cheeks out of your mouth take my butt cheeks out of my mouth sucker (laughs) like like you you're a sucker like i i don't just one thing about bruce is that do not uh don't talk shit about Batman. He, oh yeah, I, I, I talk shit about Batman. I'm still regretting it. I was like, you know, your boy Batman is a simp. What you say to me, sucker? Uh, yeah, he's a simp. He, he, his superpower is he's oh. rich. You take that back. I was oh. like, dog, oh. he, he's oh. basically Iron Man without the armor. I was like, and then uh, didn't help that I had a match before him later that night. Don't you, so, don't you interrupt God. his love of Batman. Oh yeah, he yeah he loves Batman. I love you, Brucey. <laughs> but yeah, I, I was talking so much shit about him. How many times have I told you not to interrupt Bruce's love of Batman? <laughs> oh god, you know I'm just stupid as hell because I'm I always got to learn shit the hard way, and I just like, what if I just antagonize the hell out of him and just say Batman sucks? I want to see how bad mad he gets, and he's like. I found out how mad he gets, and it doesn't help that he actually has an actual bat in his hand, so that's kind of stupid on my end. So there you go. Well, I never got that. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, he, he actually has a bat, so so don't 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 piss oh. up, don't piss him off about bat, man. I was I was packing up for the last uh, nearer show, and mm-hmm. I just got a new bat. I got a yard sale, and I was picking all my shit up, all my bags of cords and stuff. I'm like, I don't need this bat, but I. Also had a can of black spray paint in my in my, <laughs> in my car, and right. and I was like, I'm not gonna need this. And then he comes up to me, Josh. I'm like, <laughs> Do you have a baseball bat in your car? And I'm like, Fuck. He's like, God <laughs> damn it! I, I didn't even tell him. I, I was so mad at myself. Like, I'm not gonna need this shit. Yeah, yeah. I I I, I could have got to film. Brucey, spray painting his own bat 
that, that I, dude, that would have been promo gold because I cannot watch a promo with the final boss, Bruce Wayans, and not put a laugh emoji on there. It does, it does not up. matter what he is promoing about. He, I mean, it's, it's like, coming to you live from the grocery store in the bean aisle, suckers. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. I'm at, I'm at the Kroger, and these suckers ain't got my habanero. And I'm waiting for that big sucker. Slick Tyson Stone. I'm at where you at, suckers, and I got your beans right. I'm like, and, I, and, I, and, I, and there's one of those days where I was, like, pissed off. I don't even know what he's doing a promo on. Red and or Pinto. Just, you know how I would, yeah, and you know how one of those days you want to just be pissed off? Yeah. But then you see it, and I was like, oh, I'm not going to get pissed off anymore. And then it's like, yep. <laughs> like, so, no, he's great peeps, great peoples. Nah, like, I'll tell you the story he told me in a little bit. But, guys, this is Minefields. Yeah. Uh, you, know the, you know the drill. Send us off. And, hey, and that's not a prediction. That ain't a spoiler. Hell, that ain't a guarantee. That, my friends, is set in stone. Believe that. And this is dangerous, and this transmission is over. Don't hang up. Now for the meat and potatoes, ladies and gentlemen, minefielders, I give you Slick Tyson Stone, 80 Wrestling Port, 66. What goes better with metal than wrestling? No, I have a bunch of them. That's the thing. I got gaming headsets when I used to game online, so that's what I meant. Oh, but no, you're, no biggie. You're, you're busy training, man. And uh, like, yeah. like I was saying, uh, tip with Dad, um, I changed my name, and I had him make sure every time I got published that my middle name, which is my dad's name, was mm-hmm. published with it. So okay, I just wanted to see his name. I, I wanted him, because Mom told me he still got all the, the shit I was publishing. Right. And I just wanted to see his... I wanted him to see his name there, too. So you want me to refer to you as Michael? No, 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 okay. no, 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 not at all. It, it was a thing where, like, where I, I was DJing and I had this really fucking stupid DJ name. I'm not going to repeat yeah. it here. Um, but it, it, it got to the point when I really liked it where I had a separation. So if I was, like, ordering a drink somewhere mm-hmm. and I'd hear Joshua Michael, I was going to turn around to someone that knew me as my... My stage name. Right. And knew me as who I present myself in public. But if, right. I, if I heard Josh, I would... Do I know you, motherfucker? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Or, or, or someone close. It, it was a nice right. division. Now, right. I met you... I, I, I know I met you like twice, maybe three times before uh, that show um, where you were running security. Yeah, that was my first gig. Um, a lot of people don't know this about me, uh, or they do know. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not putting myself over. I'm getting somewhere with this. Um, right. Uh, I've been pagan for a very long time, but something weird happened this summer, and I'm back to the flock. And okay. even though I wasn't a part of the flock, I would still hear the voice. Mm-hmm. And when I met you and you were backstage pouting, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I heard the voice. It said, 
this guy's gonna be one of your best friends. Figure out a way to make him happy. It, it, <laughs> it, it, it was more of a, it was more of a figure out a way to to do something for you. Right. And, and I was like, listen, you're down and out. You were like, I'm done. I'm fucking done. Everything fucking sucks. Uh, that, that's the best uh, Slick Tyson Stone impression yeah, I can it, do. It was, it was, <laughs> it was. It, I mean, it's not a bad impression because you, you are correct. If, was I? Was it because I think it was because I was injured, or yeah, he, he, I think I was injured, hmm. and it sucked so bad because yeah, you were injured. You like you, you got yeah. hurt in the uh, Big Guns Return. Yeah, it was it was December, and then I hurt, got my hurt, hurt training, and then. I was like, oh, God, this can't be happening right now. This can't be happening right now. And it just sucks so bad. I heard the voice of God in my head that said, keep this person and be a good person to him. Now, right. I listened to that voice, and now I'm one of the best friends I've ever had in my life. Like, you oh, and I, thank you. You, you. Like, man, you're the first person to look for in any locker room. Yeah, because you got you get you know you're gonna get a hug from me regardless. Oh, you, you, give, you, you give you give you give the best hugs. Like <laughs> you, 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 if I if I don't if this a wrestling thing doesn't work out, I'm gonna be a professional hugger. So Bailey needs to watch out. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, oh wait, she doesn't do that anymore. And and at the same time though, there was a lot of I'm gonna get deep on you. I told you to get all okay. minefieldy on you. Uh, okay. There was a lot of uh, adult uh, self defamation from you like right. you, you, like you were done you you, you were self conscious about your age you're self conscious yep. about what you do you're self conscious about where you live i mean yeah. you you express like you live in an amazing house i mean like you're set like you have a family you're a veteran and and, yes. and i'm listening to this guy just absolutely say just shitting on everything you know yes that actually is true that you – okay, so there's a thin line, and I've had to learn this. And by the way, I have been uh, – and that's, and, that's an, and I'm going to go into that too. So there's a thin line between being humble and being unappreciative for what you have because there's nothing wrong with being humble. There's nothing wrong with impro- improving your situation and your station in life. Not at all. But there is a problem when you bitch about everything that you had, never, and most people don't even have that. Never, That's the problem. Never thought you were bitching, but I could tell how upset you were. Like, like yeah. th- th- there was a different dimension to yeah. your, how upset you were. It wasn't you being ungrateful. It wasn't mm-hmm. you not acknowledging... Well, let me phrase that. It was you erasing everything good you've ever done right and but now it's a little bit different like there's a little bit of a a kick to your step now like uh yeah it's it's it and the thing about it is and i'm gonna tell you this right now and i don't think i've I've mentioned it in some of my facebook posts because i try to post something like uplifting or inspirational every day because i think the world has enough uh negativity in it i have been i have been going to see a therapist or a virtual therapist and i've been seeing um because, and my mom and my wife, my wife especially, she's like, look, you need to go see, you need to go see a therapist. You haven't been right since you came back. And, you know, like, yeah, I'm okay, da 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 And I think, because, I mean, let, let, let me go in, because I'm not going to be all preachy and stuff. But, um, no, no, be preachy. Yeah. Be, be preachy. So, be yourself. Be yourself. This is your forum. Yeah, so what happened was, was that one of my friends who I was, in, I was deployed with, 
and I talked to him a couple of weeks prior, and I told him about the wrestling thing. And I, like I said, I don't really reach out to a lot of military guys and my army, or army guys, but, you know, when I talk to him, I talk to him. Yeah. And he said, hey, I'm really, really pl- proud of you going after your wrestling thing. Nobody, nobody chases their dreams. Yeah. They're just like, fuck it, I'm, I'm old. I can't, I mean, that ship has sailed, but you don't do that. You don't look old, but you still are chasing what makes you happy and what you're passionate about. And that's good. And then a couple of weeks later, he committed suicide. Nobody, and there were people who were closer to him than me and didn't even know about it. I didn't even know about it. And I was thinking like, okay, God, this has got to be a very, very cruel joke. And then Next thing I know, his Facebook page is deactivated. His Instagram page is unresponsive. And it, it and it was, um, I had 14, I want to say 12 or 14 friends of mine that I served with, they passed on. Whether it was through COVID, whether it was through suicide, whether it was through unfortunate accidents. And it kind of, uh, that one, that one broke me right there. Cause like I said, I think we did like one or two tours together and he was, he was a supply sergeant. I was a communication sergeant and then, you know, you get really close, especially when you're thousands of miles away and we have like an unwritten code just because you, your job is to make sure that when you come over there, you want as God willing, you want to have everybody that you came back with. You got 40 boots on the ground. You want 40 boots of your crew to come back. Sometimes it doesn't happen that way. And a lot of stuff, like I said, I have been seeking therapy and I have been, uh, I, I feel a lot better of it. And I, that's kind of what the change steps in. And plus my change on outlook, cause I used to wrestle because I wanted to wrestle cause I wanted to prove that to my kids that, Hey, you that if, if I'm 43 and I can go out there and try to perform, then there should be no reason why in your young lives you can't do something. But now my reasoning is not just that. My reasoning is, is that. I'm doing I'm I'm pursuing my dreams, my life because my friends can't. I have 14 friends that can't see the sunrise. I got 14 friends that can't tell their families that they love them or tell a bad joke or stuff like that. So I'm doing Wrong. that for them now. Wrong. Wrong. Yes. Wrong. You've got friends that make the sunrise and whisper and whisper in their kids and family's ears before they right. before they're awake. Right, right. I know. That, I, I know that's a fairy tale, but it's true. They, right. they, they, they make the sunrise. They're they, they're they're the ones pulling the the sheets over their kids while they're sleeping when they're cold. Right. They're the ones that jostle their. Um, Unfortunately, former wives, while they're having a bad nightmare, to wake up right. and realize it's okay. Yeah, it, 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 and, it's a whole other different degree. Right, and 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 the reason why I say that is not because I'm trying to downplay no, their memory and stuff I, like that, I, I but it's it. just, I, yeah, it's I'm li- I'm living, and I'm doing what I'm doing because. I, I, and, and there's a saying, and I'm probably going to butcher it or get it wrong, but I'm going to try and say it anyway. Please do. There, huh? Please do. There, there, there is nothing more tragic than a wasted life. So 
you, I mean, you can, I mean, we all, we all get in the hustle and bustle, you know, we work our nines to fives, we pay our bills and stuff like that, but there are, there's just so many dreams that's just there. Nobody, nobody goes for their dreams. Nobody puts in work and stuff like that. So that's kind of one of the reasons why I do what I do now. I mean, has there been times where I shit the bed in matches? Absolutely. But I still, you know, or is there times where I'm like, hey, I should have did this, you know, but yeah. So, so do you have survivor's guilt? Huh? Is survivor's guilt part of it? I've, I've, I've had, I've had uh, survivor's remorse. I've, 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 I've actually, yeah, because um, there's been two times that I'm technically not supposed to be alive. Technically, I'm not supposed to be alive. First time was uh, we were going on patrol, and I was communication, and I was supposed to be sitting in the front seat. Well, they're like, okay, yeah, you're not sitting in that seat. You're going in another truck. So we're going out. That truck that I was supposed to be in, the driver's side, blows up. So here's the crazy part. The seat I'm in is blown to shit. So if I would have been sitting in that seat, I would have been dead. Or I would have been, uh, I wouldn't be the same person that I am today. But everybody else in the truck is fine. I mean, not fine, but they got all their fingers. Yeah, they got all their fingers and toes. So that's the first thing. And then the second thing was, it's like, it's like I mentioned before, I was a communications NCO. So every day I have to turn into status reports of the vehicles, what vehicles not working, what vehicles are working. Well, I, I have to turn this in by lunch every day. And I, was, I usually go there and I, you know, I, I go to my room, take a nap, and you know, just go with the rest of my day. Well, one day I decided um, I was just going to bullshit with the, with the communications uh, platoon, you know. And next thing I know, I get alarmed that there there was an IED, a uh, mortar guy guy hit on on post. Well, come to find out, that mortar was right in front of my living area. So had I would have went to my room and went to sleep it would have landed right on me because it's right around the time I do my routine. So, yeah, those are the two times that I was like, okay, uh, fuck, I am technically should be dead right now, and I'm not. So, Talking to you veterans is a, a, a funny thing, and not funny haha, yeah. funny like... Uh, Irony. Uh, the, the funny, funny in the way that you can't define it, so you just file under funny. I had a... a there's this guy named Josh when I was waiting tables. Um, yeah. Back at Johnny Carino's Norman. And um, he just got back from uh, three years in Afghanistan. He did four. He didn't explain why not four. Well, uh, him and I were cleaning the 90s, which was like this back area. And mm-hmm. him and I waited that all night. Mm-hmm. And uh, he starts telling me a story about um, being... Well, he was actually in Iraq. And... Yeah. They'd, they'd stopped whatever, I, 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 forgive me, I, I, even though I grew up with the military, my, my um, vernacular for what I'm talking about is probably going to be wrong, or whatever uh, convoy they're going on. They stopped to take a leak and smoke a cigarette. Right. And he says that he's taking a piss, and he looks over, his friend blows a cigarette up, and a bullet goes through both cheeks. 
Wow. And I'm like, what did you do? And he's like, well, we, you know, we secured the area, we called it in, like, you know, like, like a, a lot of different things. They eventually plucked this guy off. Right. And I'm like, what did you do? And he was like, well, we, you know, we, you know, immediately started, like, tending to his wounds. I'm like, no, what do you do when you're taking a piss and your friend's face explodes? And he's like, oh. And he's like, um, I just went in a robot mode, man. And, and that's, and that's kind of how it is. I, it, 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 I, I didn't want, like, some perverse revelation. I, I just... I wanted to know what a human computes when you're, like, we've all smoked a cigarette backstage at, at a yeah. show. We've all mm-hmm. smoked a cigarette under the bleachers back in high school. Right. But, but there was never a time when your friend's face explodes from... Something. Right after you smoking a cigarette or something to that nature. Yeah. No, I, I get it. I mean, I've had it to where I... So, like, for example, when you're – okay, so remember when I always told you, like, hey, life is too short for bullshit, drama yeah. and bullshit? I still, I still to this day believe that because I had a guy over in Iraq, and I think it was my second tour, and he I – was, I was 280 pounds. No, 280, 290. This is after my second knee surgery, Right. Yeah. So after my second knee surgery, they I I, I I technically wasn't even supposed to be deployed, but like, hey, yeah, you go, you're deployed. I'm like, what the fuck? I literally the, the scalpel wound's not even healed from this. Well, you better put some peroxide on that bitch and some uh, band aids because you're you're leaving in 45 days. I'm like, okay. So I go over there and I they're, they're like, yeah, we're not promoting you because you're you're overweight. I'm like, guy, I just literally had two knee surgeries back-to-back from each other. Technically, I'm not even supposed to be here, so what the fuck? So there was this guy, Staff Sergeant, and I probably am the worst friend because I don't even remember my, his name, but I do remember him. And um, Staff Sergeant guy, Johnson. Was, yeah, we'll call him Sergeant Johnson um, for this, for this uh, example. Dick, Dick Johnson. Dick Johnson, Richard Johnson, Sergeant Dick <laughs> Johnson. So Sergeant Johnson, what he did was – he was an infantry guys, and you know what infantry guys do? They, if they ain't training, they're, they're, I mean, if they're not on patrol, they're at the gym or they're doing whatever. So he sees me every night trying to drop weight because every, everybody in the unit knows that I'm the guy that's been in there the longest, and I'm still an E4. So I'm trying to watch what I eat. I'm trying to go train, and then he, he, he trains me. He basically trains me. So I was there. I was 282 pounds in six months. I was 206. Nice. And that's and that's the first thing they noticed. Is like, God damn, you know, like, okay, well, Specialist Thomas is like, what? What's his reason? Like, yeah, he's fat. Are you fucking kidding me? He lost almost 70 pounds yeah. in six months. He's worked his ass off. Um, not to go too much in the detail, but, um, I mean, his crew was in a patrol one day and, um, and they were not in an IED. They were not in a Humvee. They was actually in a um, civilian vehicle and truck blew up. All his members and his crew did not survive except him. And he was, I mean, he was a big muscular guy, big. uh, And and the thing is, is that they tried to save him. They worked on him for hours and it's just, his heart just gave out. 
because he, like I said, he was a good, he was a big guy. He was in shape and his heart just gave out. And I was like, fuck. And I couldn't even go to the funeral because I was, I was like miles and I couldn't arrange transportation. But yeah, it's Copy just shit like that. Shit like that. So, cause, and that's why I don't, even though I haven't been in the military, I haven't been active in God, what is it? 2021. I haven't been in the military since active 20, 2014. So almost seven years. And it's, that's why I'm kind of like, Hey, if I be with someone, if I care about you or whatnot, or if I even remotely like you, I, you know, I won't, I won't let this shit do shit like that. Or even if I don't like you, I could honestly say that there's nobody that I actually, I can count on one hand how many people I actually can use the word hate. And they they deserve that shit. So, but you took in this lanky, faggy ass goth guy named Joshua Michael as your friend. Why why wouldn't I? Why why shouldn't I? I, I don't I don't I don't. I'm a weird dude, man. I'm a weird dude. You're, I, I'm, I'm you're talking. You're talking. You're talking to a guy that started wrestling at forty, training for wrestling at forty one. Plays video games. I mean, like, for example, if you listen to my Spotify right now, you'd be like, wait, what the fuck is this? And, I, and that's what I tell my kids all the time because I, I, I did a show in Arizona three weeks ago. And I was in, I was in, uh, I was in uh, Tucson, and my kids live in Phoenix. So I haven't seen my, I haven't seen my three older sons in, I want to say, like three years. They are all, I mean, they look like each other, but they don't act like each other. But you could tell they're my kids. Right. Because one kid is kind of like, he likes rap music. He's kind of thuggy. Yeah, I like rap music and stuff like that. So that's me. My other kid, he's autistic, and but he loves playing video games. That's me also. And then my third son, he's autistic. I mean, he's heavy set, but he's goth. He likes listening to Slipknot and shit like that. Uh, that's me, because I mean, I like Slipknot, and he likes playing music, and he's like, he paints his nails black. And, yeah. And uh, if yeah. if they if they're listening to this, Kendrick, Kelton, Donovan, Dad loves you guys. Hopefully, y'all can come up here and. Watch your dad get his ass kicked one of these days. Yeah, I miss you. So you took in a guy that is typically beat up by people like you in high school. So funny thing about that, I was beat up by guys that look like me in high school. So I was actually so I wasn't always big. I was that nerdy wallflower uh, kid that was scrawny, had swirlies. I got beat up. And the funny thing about it is, so I was in I was in um, Georgia, and I was in a predominantly white school, which is like forty percent white and fifty percent black, and like ten percent in between. And I was beat up. I was beat up the, my freshman year and sophomore year. And then I hung out with my uncle, and I got big, and I wasn't even the same guy. And they're like, "Yeah, you want to try for football?" I'm like, "Dude, I'm a junior. Why would I? No, I'm, I'm I just I'm not getting big to." sack people i'm getting big so i don't get beat up i'm getting getting fucking tired of getting beat up every day you know get my lunch money taken every day so i know but the thing about it is i don't look at people's appearances i don't i don't have time for that shit especially now because when when me being in the military yeah in the duty hours we all wear the same uniform but outside of duty hours you got all kinds of people in all walks of life and I don't I don't judge people on that as long as you don't you're normally a good person and you don't hurt anybody I don't really give a shit what you do now 
I'm going to go back to that. Okay. You you took in a guy that most people walk away from. Right. And I, I told you this a long time ago, but um, if you lose me at the club, just find the, f- like, five or six, like, black chicks. I'm going to be in the middle. Yeah, <laughs> right. Not one black person in my life has ever called me a faggot. Every other walking frame of life has called me a faggot. Right. And you... I was really nervous to approach you, to tell you the truth. Right. But I heard the voice of God in my head. Let's do this. Let's, let's do some interviews. Let's, let's keep you busy while you right. heal. Keep me relevant. Yeah. And it wasn't just relevant. I just wanted to be your friend. Yeah. I really just wanted to be your friend. And and you looked at this dude with his hair in his face, and and I cannot tell you how appreciative I am about how the fact that you didn't, your mama and your daddy taught you right. You, you didn't judge me. You're like, you didn't look at me sideways. Um, you should have, but it's all right. <laughs> but I, but I, so I'm I can tell you find your character. And I thank you for that. And here's the thing that I've always been told, I've always been raised by. Number one, I've, I'm from Georgia, okay? So Georgia is probably one of the most racist places on earth next to Hawaii. That place is racist as hell. Dude, 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 dude I, I agree, I agree. I've been to Hawaii and I lived in Guam. Uh, I've lived in Missouri, oh, Alabama. Man. And the, the most racist places I've ever been to was Hawaii and Guam. Hawaii, Hawaii. Okay, so Hawaii to white people is like Georgia to black people. I didn't know that till I was stationed there, and I was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> I mean, first off, I don't condone racism anywhere, but that's just that's just a fact of life that it does happen. Some sort of prejudice does happen everywhere you go, so it is what it is. But <laughs> I'm just a small I'm I'm a small guy from Georgia. I joined the army. Small guy, the you're first, bigger than me. I I know, but just just just. Hear me out. So, my one of my first duty stations was for uh, Schofield Barracks, Hawaii, and I'm there for three years. And I'm like, damn, I'm this is almost like bizarro world. It's almost reversed because, like in Georgia, they, you know, black people are treated like this from what I've seen. But, but uh, that's not here or there. The, the 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 point I'm trying to get to is this: I've always, I've always been a firm believer that. Try to treat somebody the way you want to be treated. Don't, right. don't, don't try to displace people for some for them being different, because that can happen to you. Because, like for example, I don't care what you are. I don't care if you're Christian, Jewish, atheist, a non-believer. I don't care what you identify as. I don't care if you're gay, straight. Uh, trans. I don't care if you are, you know, uh, what, what you're, you're, who, who you're attracted to or anything like that. I really don't care. And the reason why I'm a strong believer in that is because the person that you hate or the person that you are against, that could actually, that could happen in your life. Because I know one person that was like, well, what if your son is gay? Then what, what, what are you going to do about that? Right. What, I'm going to get rid of my son because he like I mean, because we love? 
Yeah. Fuck out of here. I'd I get rid of you before I get rid of him, you know. So, and I, I'm a firm believer in that. So just because your hair is slicked back and covers your face and shit like that, I, I don't, I don't care. I, I've always, you've always been good people, and I'm not, you know. And I've always, I've always felt that way. I, I do have to say I care about race and and gender because because no trans people have brought me plate of some fucking soul food on fucking Christmas Day. <laughs> like, like there, there is no fucking food associated with trans people. Now, trans people zip your fucking game up and, and, and associate some fucking food. Like, like, I, I, I'm talking, my mama just made some fucking food, and Mr. Sargent like as you know at the time, uh, yeah. shows up with a, uh, a, a plate. Now, this wasn't just a regular ass plate. This oh was, no! This was collard greens. This was three ass plates. <laughs> my was, mom. So my mom never forgot because my mom, Mama Slick. Hi, mom. Uh, she's real, real big on Hamilton. So I know where everybody throws it out there. Like, yeah, you're invited to the cookout. No, you got to do something specifically special to get invited to the cookout. So when you buy my mom, because she she tried looking everywhere. For the Hamilton DVD, and you got it for, her, and you didn't ask for anything in return, and she she still asks about you to this day, and she's like, "Hey, uh, how's Josh doing?" I'm like, "He's doing well. He's still doing podcasts and whatnot, and you know, tell him he's still whenever we have a cookout, Thanksgiving or whatever, he's more than welcome to come." I will, I, said, leave I will leave my personal family. My sister lives in Memphis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. Get an Uber. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's uh, first off, I love my mom. My mom is awesome. My mom is. I mean, I know everybody should love their mom, but my mom was one of one of the people that didn't say I was crazy when I wanted to join do wrestling. What's your mom's name? My mother's name is Claudette Johnson. Uh, I've learned to appreciate her for the simple fact that she's been teaching almost longer than I've been alive, and one of the two most thankless professions in this society is the soldier and the teacher. And I can actually, I can actually attest to teachers, not just, you know, dealing with badass kids. Yes. I said it. I don't fucking care if, if people get mad at me. Yes. If your kid is an asshole, my mom probably had to deal with you. And, you know, and whatnot. That's why I'm trying not to be an asshole. But, yeah. I uh, always uh, send my mom, uh, I think I sent it to you, the uh, the photo of uh, when I mouthed off to my mom in 1990. It was a beat-up-ass Rocky. And, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I, I, and my I, mom did that, too. I sent it to my mom. She's like, I didn't beat you. I'm like, no, you didn't beat me. But if I, you did, I probably deserved it. But... Um, if I didn't get that cereal I wanted and I got my ass whooped in the cereal aisle, um, yeah. <laughs> so the thing about my mom is, is that she taught me how to be a man before I was, cause there was, a, and I know this is kind of like exaggerating, but it isn't. So I, I was grew up in the era. If you didn't work, you didn't eat. Yeah. And when you're six years old, you know, you're kind of like, well, I, I'm six. No, because the thing about it is my mom was teaching all day and then she went to school at night. So 
you had to learn. And, it, and like I said, go back to, to me being bullied in school. So we were like poor, poor, poor. So like we were poor. We didn't even afford. I didn't even know how to. We didn't have an iron to iron my clothes. So how did I iron my clothes? Simple. I put my clothes that I was wearing the next day in the dryer. The mat- no, no. In between my mattresses because oh, that flattens it out. Uh, I, we do our washer and dryer did not work half the time. So what did we wind up doing? You literally had to wash. I had to wash my clothes by hand and, you know, and you got to save water. So, you know, you yeah. wash your clothes by hand and then you go shower after it. So you save, you save your water and, and stuff like that. And then I learned how to cook. So there are times when my mom wasn't there. So I had to feed, I had to cook for my brother, you know, my little brother and stuff like that. And like, uh, and, and the stuff that I do now, and yeah, I, g- I give my kids shit like, yo, y'all, y'all are spoiled as hell. Like, well, how are we spoiled that? Like, dude, drive phones. Yeah, you So, got, you I didn't phones. have a phone until I was in the military, and I was 22, and I could afford it. Y'all just have phones just for the fuck of it. And then plus on that, y'all get the text. We had those hours, you know, where, you know, you can, after 9 p.m., you know, you got free uh, text and free phone calls. But before 9, you know, like, hey, if it ain't important, you know, wait till after 9. That's when my anytime minutes kick in. What are your, so, what are your favorite things about your mom? Favorite things about my mom. My mom is very supportive. She's the biggest cheerleader. I don't think she's ever had an enemy in life, probably because they know they met her crazy ass son. So there's that. Um, she's selfless, and she could throw. I mean, like I mean, for example, perfect example. She didn't even know you, and I mentioned you once, and like, okay, you can take him a plate. There's no way I could eat all this food anyway, and and she does, and that's just type the type of person that she. That is. was Christmas Day, minefielders. He showed up on Christmas Day. Exactly. I was I wasn't working, and I was and I, plus I just like well, hey man, I'm, where you at? Oh, thirty minutes away. I'm, shit, I, I ain't doing shit. But yeah, yeah, I took it, and he and he tore it up. Took pictures of it too. Like, uh, so yeah. Um, if she needs any other movies or anything like that, yeah, let me know. I, I, I didn't I didn't share one bite of that with my family. <laughs> I, I don't blame you. It was I, I got I had a food coma immediately after that, and Ooh, I was like, the, "God, just, dude, those those greens, the pork." Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm talking the the yams, uh, exactly. the, the rolls. Man, I, I like everyone always uh, tells uh, Halloween for all the you know, and you know Thanksgiving for the good food, right? But Christmas, I can't wait for Christmas. Christmas, Thanksgiving, and Fourth of July—that's where she throw. That's where we throw down at. And you know, if I'm training or anything like that, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna have to figure something out because I'm like, I'm not gonna eat anything. And then like for a plate later, like, okay, so how are you gonna work this out, dear? Like, I don't know, Mom. I haven't planned that far yet. I haven't even planned out how I'm gonna get home. <laughs> well, you can sleep on the couch. I'm like, okay, thanks, Mom. So you, you've taken. Speaking about training, you've taken yes. your game up. From just a uh, looking through the window. Now yeah. you're, you're, you're Primo's tag team champion now. I am. And who did you take on last night? I so I was in a battle royal because uh, we were supposed to do a. Uh, it was a, supposed to be an exhibition. It was supposed to be um, supposed to be grown and sexy, which is Johnny Crash. And Joe Barton versus Barton. myself. Barton and, uh, yeah, and Barton got hurt, which, by the way, hey, Joe, 
uh, miss your brother. Speedy recovery. I hope you heal up well because I've I have the deepest immense respect for growing sexy Johnny Crash, Joe Barton. I'm fans of theirs, so I was looking forward to it all week, and you know this happens, and then. At the show, if you weren't at the show, I'll just give you a little Wikipedia uh, snippet. Basically, what's going on is that next month, uh, if Joe Barton heals, then, you know, it's going to be it maybe myself and Guns versus uh, Grown and Sexy. If not, Crash is going to have a substitute. And that's the one thing I love about professional wrestling because, like I said, I've I've been a fan of theirs. And both singles and, you know, tag team. And they were, I, I honestly believe they revitalized the tag team scene in, in Colorado Springs wrestling. Have you gotten used to hearing your name being said as an actual professional wrestler? Or do you still feel no. like, or do you still feel like you're not doing something right? Oh God, that is a great question. So it all feels surreal. It feels surreal to me. This whole, this last year has felt surreal because I was a, our, our renegade championship wrestling tag team champion. And, you know, and then I did that and I, I still wasn't used to being the champion. I was still training and I was still like, okay, what do I need to do? What do I need to do? You know, I need to improve on this. I need to improve on that. I need to do this, do that. And then, you know, I lose, uh, I lose to, you know, BOD. Me and my partner were used to BOD in a street fight, which funny thing was a lot of firsts happened to me that this year. I had gotten a street fight, did pretty well, got put through a table, which, you know, it is what it is. I, I was don't there. see it happens. I mean, uh, what, what can you do? Covered in Legos. Yeah, no, it wasn't Legos. It was Army Men. Uh, Legos is like one step below that, but yeah. no, it was Army Men. It sucked. Well, I then, and, put my glasses on because I yeah, I no, saw it's some Legos. It, right, right. Uh, it's it's a toy, but it, it, yeah, I heard Legos suck worse. Uh, and then after that, I faced my partner in a first ever Serengeti survival match in a thumbtacks. And next thing I'm like, wait, what the? What the hell am I doing? And then the next month after that, I tagged with the same man that put me through thumbtacks, and we and we beat four other teams for the Primos Tag Team Champions. And you know, oh, it was it was a it was a great night. I mean, <coughs> it's, it's crazy. And then we just did uh, Neon Lights Bar Fights um, a couple of weeks ago, and that was my first that was my first Neon Lights Bar Fight match, and. Oh yeah, we. I mean, I love Big Guns Justin Andrews. That's my brother. Yeah, he got. He, he's the other person my mom adopted besides you. Um, and thank you. Uh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. We 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 beat the shit out of each other. I mean, even though we didn't use any weapons, I had fans come on up to us like, "Yo, that was probably one of the most hard hitting hard hitting match of the night. Y'all didn't y'all didn't use any weapons, and y'all literally like." just lit each other up and I, that that was a big deal for me so i still feel going back to the answer that you gave me i know I, I was rambling but a part of me still it's it's not set in yet and you, i still it's a it almost feels like i still have something to prove when i don't you know does that make sense it makes perfect sense i want to know if you're okay as a singles wrestler well there's only one way to find out because eventually you know 
there's a, I can count on one hand how many tag teams stay together for their duration of their careers. Not a lot. The Dudley Boys didn't do it. Uh, the Rockers didn't do it. You know, New Day is still together, man. I can't, New New Day still together, but they're six, not. Six years after New Day started, they're still together. They're still together in, in, in a way, shape, form, or fashion. Uh, but yeah, I I we're just gonna have to find out. I mean, you ready? I, I, well, you go, get ready. You're gonna have to be. I'm gonna have to be because eventually, Guns is gonna gonna have to do his thing. You know, Tag will still be Tag, but Big Guns does his thing. Slick Tyson Stone does his thing. You know, and or as we always do, we'll probably be against standing across from each other, beating the piss out of each other again because that's what we do. If we ain't beating up, beating up other people, we beating each other up. So there it goes. The the one thing that always makes me feel good as a photographer and as a uh, reporter and a podcaster is right. when I'm shoving a camera in someone's face mm-hmm. during a match. And, oh, it's Josh. <laughs> Like, 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 that's when, like, I get a lot of, I'm not gonna lie, man, my photos are fucking awesome. (laughs) (laughs) They are. They're on point. I I ain't gonna lie, man, my photos are fucking awesome. But, (laughs) but, I appreciate all the shares, I appreciate people putting me over. But, what I really appreciate, when I feel I'm, I'm doing what I should be doing. Is right. when during a match someone saw there's a camera in their face, and a guy in all black and his hair's all over his face, and they pose while they're getting choked out, or or, or dragged behind. Um, mm-hmm. I, I get that. And during that uh, rampage match, you you were posing. <laughs> you were posing. You like I I got, I got some really good shots. That was that was like it was the first time I'd done like any action shots. Like yeah, in a while. So they I, were... so I can tell you that right now, I don't know what I I because normally when somebody gets a shot of me, if it's not you, it's the other photographer. It was uh, Rice. Oh, Miss Rice. It's, she's a queen. Yeah, it's, oh yeah, she's y'all are both. So it's one of y'all. It's it's always one of you when I'm getting get it when I'm in a match and y'all taking photos. And here's the thing: I try not to propose. I just try to get in the moment. So if it looks like I'm posing, it's like, well, y'all just caught me at a good time, you know? Very good time. Yeah, it was a very good time because, I mean, so you may think I was posing, but at the time, I really wasn't. I was really, like, into it, and you just caught me, like, at a very, very good moment. You still haven't answered my question. You ready? For What's si- that? You, you ready for singles? I, I, I Here's the thing. I'm not going to say no, but... At the same time, that's one of those things where you it's, it's sink or swim. So I'm not gonna say yeah, I'm not gonna say that yeah, I'm ready for singles and then I go do my singles match and I shit the bed. I'm not gonna say that I'm not ready for singles and I go out there and they're like, oh shit, you know. So I, I will respectfully not answer, but I will say this: it's one of those things where. Singles is going to be an inevitability, and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to have to step up or step aside, if that makes any sense. No, it makes perfect sense, and I'm going to help you answer it, because I'm going to ask you that question again. Okay. Um, I have a lot of people that have been 
hateful to me because I just happen to be good friends with Tony Morales. Okay. Tony has opened the door for me for a million different things. Right. And I have heard, because I'm a reporter and I, we always have my ears open and I'm, I'm being nosy and I'm taking photos right. and I'm wandering around recording. You're doing your job. I'm doing my job, but I've heard right. people say, say things that, like, I wouldn't be where I was unless Tony hadn't put me over. Right. Tony's 19 years in the business. Mm-hmm. Made it to Ring of Honor. Um, mm-hmm. He's never in any way made it easy for me. Other than right. the fact that don't piss that one off because you're going to piss Tony off because they're boys. Right. And I still have to work. I mean, Tony hasn't made it easy in the least bit. I mean, he, 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 right. he, he's the hardest one on Right. I'm asking you the singles question because you're with guns. Right. I have to figure out a way to get a get out not really get out of Tony's shadow, but show that I deserved it and that I was being put over for a reason. Right. I just have a camera and I read a lot of comic books. You're okay. you're putting your body on the line. Right. And but you're with guns. Now, after I said that, answer that question, how are you comfortable being singles? Okay, so I can answer that question with an analogy, because this actually happened to me earlier. I'm going to explain this, okay? So, no secret, me and Randy Ruth have been friends out, I've, I've been friends with him for almost 10 years. Before I got into this business, I've been friends with him. I've been friends with his family. His family's been friends with my family. We all know each other, right? I I miss being friends with Randy Rude. Yeah, I know. I know. So with that being said, there's been times people are like, oh, yeah, Slick got this because he's friends with the the Rudes. And there's been times where I haven't been booked at CSW. And I never take it personally. I don't, I, I don't take it personally. So with all the things that I've been learning from guns, I am, I, I, I personally feel that I am being groomed for singles. And when that call comes, it's like, hey, Slick, I want you to work this guy. Beat his ass. <laughs> you know, it is what it is. I'm going to make, a, I'm, I'm going to do, you know, Anthony Thomas is going to get shut off. Mr. Messerano is find out it's going to get turned on. You know, and, you know, if, if if I do great, great. If I shit the bed, learn it, learn from that, go to the next one and go from there. And that's and so, yeah. So to answer your question, yes. Now, to answer your question, how do you get out of Tony's shadow? Tony Morales. Oh, I wasn't asking to get out of Tony's shadow. Oh, okay. Because Tony has put me over, but he's yeah. put me to work. Yeah, well, well you, you have to work. You're, you're, yeah, you're, be, that's what you do. Yeah, you're like that many years in the business. I mean, like, I, I, I can't let this guy down. Not, not, exactly. only, not only do we hang out and we go by comics and stuff, but, like, when we're, right. on, when we're on the scene, he's never said it to me. But mm-hmm. the look in his eyes is fucking deliver. Right. Fucking deliver. Like, like where there's been times where I'm there early taking photos and... Um, I gotta make sure that I'm not making him look bad. So 
not only, not only am I my best behavior, but my photos, I'm like, no, move here, move, do this. Yeah, they got to be top notch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. It's not a shadow I want to come out of. Like, uh, he's he's basically my sensei. Like, and um, I don't want to ask, and I'm not gonna ask how to get a gun shadow because you're not in gun shadow. You, so I can you're, answer you're, that you're, for you're, you. You're you're, 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 you're you're being trained by guns, but that doesn't mean that you are guns at all. But it's not just guns. Okay, so I know exactly what you're talking about. So here's the thing about that. It's not just guns that I go. So when I go to whatever promotion I go to, whether I go to out of state, whether I go to Texas, or I go to Arizona where we went to, it's not just guns that I'm – I mean, guns is my partner, but it's not just guns that I'm representing. It's guns. It's Daisy. It's Sam. It's, it's Tony when he when he did train, when he was with us, when he trained me. It's Elias. It's everybody that has actually invested in put me. in work, invested in me. And these are some of the guest seminars that I've actually been to. So that's Gino Rivera. That's about Uncle Bob Evans. That's, you know, D'Lo Brown. That's anybody that I've actually paid money or I've invested time in me. That's Jason Kincaid. That's anybody. So it's not just Guns's shadow more or less that i'm trying to break out of if you want to look at it think of it like it's the evolution of slick tyson stone because it went from being anthony thomas the trainee to slick to slick tony thomas the ref to sergeant slick to slick tyson stone to whatever my next chapter is if that makes any sense whatsoever so you're ready yeah more or less Yes. You're, you're, you're ready. And I'm not saying you're in anyone's shadow. We're, we're talking about the respect of the people that took us under their wing. and Right. And um, it's a big fucking deal, man. Like, uh, like Very. Man, like, I, I get I get choked about it. I'll, I'll tell you off camera. Um, right. But now we've got... I don't want to see you guys break up. I want to see a... I gotta go here. You go there. We'll get back to you there anytime right. it has to happen. Right. I, like I don't want to see that bullshit. Like let's see them duke it let's out. See them fight. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. No, I don't want to see that at all. Like that, that 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 absolutely defeats the purpose of friendship and and knowing what these guys are going through together. Because I, I, like I talk to Tony every day. How many times have how many times have guns? Every day. Right. Every day. Uh, I, I talk to uh, Morales probably more than I talk to my regular family. Right. And, but we've got a goal in mind. Mm-hmm. Him, he's got his goals. He's got his umbrella. I've got my umbrella. I've got my goals. But right. we, we push each other that. I, right. I just, one of the main purposes why I want to interview tonight was to solidify the fact that you were not in anyone's shadow. Right. And you've talked about it before. I've heard you talk about it backstage. And I'm sorry if, if you if, if you don't like what I'm talking about, throw up the X, we'll, we'll, we'll get out of it. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm, I'm on an open book. You, you know that. Well, we're boys. Um, yeah, but we are. I've heard you talk backstage. You weren't disparaging yourself, but at the same time, 
you talked about yourself in someone else's shadow. But right. I hated that. I heard that. <laughs> I, I, I remember you were talking on the phone. I remember, mm-hmm. I remember looking over you, and I was taking shots of uh, Ryzen and uh, Grim, Grim uh, just plot, plotting their their match. And I heard you say mm-hmm. something, and like uh, Ryzen, like, "Yo, Joshua Michael, over here." I'm like, right. "Oh, uh, sorry, sorry." And it pop, 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 you know, just it took me a couple minutes, you know, mm-hmm. to recenter myself. I heard you on the phone. Really pissed me off. The way you were talking about yourself. Right. I didn't like it. I know I know what conversation that you're referring to. I know exactly what it is. Yes. I know I know exactly what it is. And I can tell you who I was talking to. It was my wife. And so she cause she she couldn't be there at the show. And I I'll I'll say this. So being a performer being a wrestler and being doing all the obstacles that I have that I've 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 overcome. Yes, I've I still get nervous before a match. I don't care if I'm an opener, I don't care if I'm a main, I don't care if it's for a title, I don't care. Yeah. I've always I've always had that cuz I want to go out there and I want to bust my ass and I want to do the best that I got to do and I'm going to be and I, I am I'm I'm still going to probably be like that for a while. But it was just setting in to me at the time where I was like, holy shit. And I, and, and I, and then I know that's like, oh yeah, you guys knew that. No, we didn't know shit. We did, we did not know shit about that show at all. We didn't know. Only thing that we knew was who we was facing in the opening round. That was it. I swear on all five of my children. I did not know anything else. So when you take a picture of me being legit shocked, that was not that was not scripted. That was not acting. That was legit shock. Yeah. And with that being said, you know, I guess the way that I was feeling, and I know that pissed you off, and I do apologize for that you, that you, episode. You, you, you didn't piss but, me off. You didn't piss me but, off. It was just more of a like, motherfucker. I thought we talked about this before. Yeah, <laughs> I know, and we we talk about this a lot. But the thing about it is, is that. It's always a normal person that doubt creeps up in your head, and it's 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 like because it was setting in. I was like, holy fuck, I've actually am in a tournament to crown the vacant tag team championships right. of Primos. Now they could talk all the shit that they want about me being an RCW tag team champion. That's fine. It's a different company. I'm not shitting on that company. I'm not talking bad about that company. Oh, those guys are sweethearts. I love those guys. Yeah, they're, they're awesome. They're awesome. But this is a new company that I work, excuse me, that I work for. And I haven't been with the Primo's crowd. I haven't, I don't know how they're going to react to me. I don't. And you know, they saw me in a thumbtack match earlier last month, and then I'm tagging with this guy. And then you got you got to think about it this way: you got high caliber talent like Fisticuff Incorporated with Chongo and the final boss Bruce Wayans. You got Murder of Crows with Princess Deathwish, and you know, I know her name. Her name was Tarantula. I think Jade. And then you got you got all these caliber talents. You know, like haters gonna hate, which you know with Filter and Lipto, my boys love them. And I'm a guy, 
that just came back earlier this year from injury. And I was out for a year. And my wheels in my head were like, holy fuck, you know? Right. And, and, that's, and that's just how I am. And I've, I still, I mean, like I said, I still feel that way, but it's getting easier now. It's getting easier for me to perform. It's getting easier for me it, to be what I am. Is it getting easier for you to accept your success? Yes and no. So I'm still going to be that humble guy that you met three years ago. You've always been a humble guy. I've it, always it, been humble. You know how most people, they win the title and they slack off. I'm actually the opposite. I'm the, the guy that's going to bust his ass even more. And I've, I've, I wanted to be like the RVD type of guy when it came to the ECW TV title because he actually elevated it to the, the same prestige as the world, world title, in my personal opinion. But that's neither here nor there. That I've always been like that. I've always wanted to work hard. Okay, hey, what what do I need to do to make this character more compelling? But what do I need to do to you know make this match better? Or what you, you know what I'm saying? I've always been like that. I do. So it so have I accepted my success? Yes, but I still work. I still work to the point where I don't let it go to my head. You know. I so, get it. I get it. But are you able to go to bed knowing you did a good job? Yes. I I tell myself, hey, my opponent didn't get hurt. I didn't get hurt. The crowd liked it. If if I get if the crowd comes up to me and says, Hey man, that was a great match, you know, or like for example, uh RCW laughed earlier this month. There were five fans that never went there and they, they never came to a show and they bought merch and they said they will come back. They said that to me. And I'm like, holy shit. And I think I was, that was a singles match I was in. I was in a three-way, yeah. three-way match. Yeah. And uh, it, it's, I was like, okay, I'm doing something right. I didn't, I didn't stink up the joint, you know, because you'll know if you did a good job or if you did a shitty job. So there's, there's things that you can improve on, but, you know, you'll, you'll know. you know if you did a shitty job or not. There's only one thing I'm mad at you about. <laughs> okay. A, interviewing Abaddon tomorrow. Can't make it. Fucking make it happen. <laughs> Dude, okay. So I am still pissed to this day that I'm, oh, God. I don't have very many regrets in my life, but that one is easily top ten. I scored an interview with Abaddon, and you're and what busy. the fuck happened? I don't. I, I think it was something with work because I was having that crazy ass schedule. It was something, bro. I, I didn't care, <laughs> I, bro. All I know is all I know. And that, and that broke that broke my fucking heart because I really really wanted to do that interview, but I was like, hey, dude, she's gonna be a big deal. Do it without me. It's gonna hurt, but just it, do it yeah. by, without. Yeah, and it hurt. What, and what happened two months later? What happened? She told me that night, she, man. Yeah, I know, I know, but I mean, between you and I, what happened? She gets signed to All Elite Wrestling, and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And 
like I said, I don't have a lot of regrets in life, but that was one of my biggest. And I've, I've met her in person, and she's she's a total total sweetheart. And I I kind of regret not you know not being part of the interview on that. But I hey, would never that's forgive your ass that shit. Okay, and you know what? And I and I deserve that. I deserve <laughs> that. So if I ever win it, when I when I do a when I do win a singles title down the road, I give you, you know, just get like give you give you first yeah, shots. Just, that. Give me give me first shots. Um, you get first shots on that, brother. I, I was planning on this year's Christmas and Thanksgivings. Um, oh yeah, you you're already you're already invited by default. You know oh, that, right? Because oh, my mom will never. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. I was just thinking about what I need to bring over. My dad. My dad, <laughs> my dad makes a a man's man Mexican dinner. Right? Have you ever had like raw red chili? You know the red chili you put on. Like, no, like, I'm no. not. I'm not talking about that. The the, the tomato shit that they put on like cafeteria right. enchiladas. No, I mean like real ground up red chili. I tell you what, I'm gonna I'm gonna reach out to mom mom on that because if I'm lucky, so um, if I'm lucky. If I'm lucky, my bo- my sons will be up there. If my sons are here, I would love for them to meet it's, you. It's, I would love to meet them, and I'm going to yeah. test them because this. So, so the red chili you put out, like hatch red chili. Mm-hmm. My dad makes this. He makes red chili, and then he goes out right. and he grills up like five steaks and chops them into chunks, and he puts all the chunks into the red chili, and you're right. ex- and you're expected to eat it like soup, right? Like, 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 red chili, you, you put on some stuff to, like, spice it up, right? No, right. wrong. This is a soup of red chili. This is a put hair in your balls. Um, <laughs> like, 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 the only thing you're allowed to eat with it is a tortilla. So. Oh, wow. I, I was thinking about doing that for Thanksgiving and then some green enchiladas for Christmas. Bring over, like, a casserole. You know, whatever you bring, because my family, they don't expect you to bring anything, just your your appetite. So if you bought, like, a, a two liter of, of Pepsi or Sprite, we wouldn't give you shit about that. Now, if you were an asshole and you brought, like, forks. <laughs> and then you come out with like five, 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 five plates. plates. Yeah, yeah. No, we've actually had people do that. We actually had family family members do that. We all brought did. like napkins, and then they come out with like five plates. I'm like, wait a minute, fucker, you brought napkins. Yep. How the fuck do you eat napkins? And you are like, and right. so yeah. All right, tell so, me, yeah. tell me which one your boys are gonna be at, and I'll bring the hair on your bullshit. I'm still, I'm still working on that because two of them are grown. And they're working, and one of them is in high school. I think, damn, he's either a junior. I think he's either. A, I think he's a junior this year. So, yeah. So that's what we have to. Uh, that's what we have to plan out. And you know, and plus, I'm kind of. I'm kind of the dad when you're like 18. Yeah. I don't tell you what to do anymore. I can only suggest what you do. So, if you don't want to come up here, you know, that's gonna hurt a no, little bit. I'll but be there. there. No, I'm talking about my sons. If they want, because they live in Arizona, so if they want to be up here, that's cool. They be up here. If they don't, they don't. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna force. Them. So well, I would love for them to be up here with their grandmother and their their uh, their siblings, but you know it is what it is. Let me know. Yes, I will are, do that. The ones are gonna be. Uh, I'm gonna bring the. Uh, yes. The... Yes, uncle. The uncle can uh, bring some uh, red chili so that way they can uh, grow fill, hair on their balls. Fill, <laughs> fill the steak and 
Oh boy. Oh dude. <laughs> like I, I like uh, I texted my mom the next day. I was like, came over. You made that. Dad made that shit. Yeah, I was almost late for work today. Why? What do you think? Why? <laughs> and, and, oh man. And uh, no. Uh, so let me know which one. Um, yeah, I will. I will definitely. I'm really proud of you. Thank you. Like Thank you. Uh, the 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 dude that I first had a, a our first formal confirmation uh, confirmation like us being friends. You were really upset. You were scatterbrained. You were lamenting the fact that you're hurt. I'm not going to do this again. Probably done. And, yeah. then, and then I'll look at you. It's, but here's the thing about that is that, well, so I did my first year of training. Well, it wasn't even a year. And we was I was doing a return. I was doing a match. I was Guns' first feud. When he came back from Afghanistan. And in the first match, people liked it. The second one, people really liked it. And then it was like, okay, well, you know, this is going to put me on the map. And then next thing I know, it's like, yeah, like the old saying goes, if you want to make God laugh, make plans. Well, I tore my knee and I was like, I'm going to be gone for 11 months. And I'm like, are are you kidding me right now? And it, 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 it sucks. But Texas, we we takes the wrong person just second ago. Yes, I know. I saw that. I'm like, uh, yeah, that's not me. <laughs> no, not but that is not me. So I will ignore that. But uh, no. So, um, but yeah, and it was it's it's hard when you're trying to do something and it gets taken away from you, and now you have to work harder to get it. So, I've, I mean, and my wife, like, for example, I was talking to my wife about this earlier today when I was talking to you. Before I started talking to you, I, I told her, she's like, well, what character do you associate yourself with? I said, I've always presented myself as Rocky from not not Rocky five, not Rocky six, not even Rocky three or four. It was always the first one because the guy. He he was a, he was a I mean he what did Bicky said call him a bum, he had talent, but it was squandered. And then when uh, Apollo Creed, you know, came at him, he's like, "Yo, this guy's never been knocked out. Fuck knocked out. Guy's never been beaten, let alone not knocked out. I'm not trying to beat him. I'm trying to go the distance." And that's every match that I've been in. So everybody that goes after my knees, everybody that tries to beat my ass, I get up and I'm going to try and beat your ass. And that is how I am, you know, every match. Like, so I was with my knee thing. I was like, I'm going to come back and I'm going to give it everything that I got. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But, you know, I'm not going to go without lack of trying. I've, I've checked a bunch of stuff off my list tonight. Um, yeah. We talked about your mom. We talked about your career. Yeah. We talked about you getting hurt. We talked about your military service. We talked about your yeah. family. We talked about your self-doubt. Now yeah. that I made you think about all that shit, I yes. warned you for walking through minefields tonight. Yes. How do you feel? I feel a lot better. I feel I feel a, a lot better. If If you asked me this a year ago, I couldn't say that with sincerity and being definitive about it but i feel a lot better in the position that i'm in could things be better of course things could be better but 
I actually feel good. Well, I really challenge you to that, man. Uh, I, I, I knew you knew how I how I operate. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've been on a couple of shows with you as your co, so I knew I knew you wasn't going to take it easy on me uh, by no chance. I absolutely was not going to take it easy on you. Like right. you, you have actually one I've been the hardest on. Uh, I know, because I'm like, you didn't ask this guy this question, shit, why me? <laughs> yeah, because it's you. Yeah, it's and, me. And you know my heart's in the right spot. Right. Um, We've got a lot a lot to see from you. Right, of course. We've got a lot to look forward to. We've got a lot of interviews, and we're going to have to pull you in, just because I always told you you're always going to be part of it. Yes. And... Just fucking get some goddamn good sleep tonight, you fucking narcoleptic, <laughs> fucking self-doubting asshole. Get some goddamn good sleep. You've got a you've got a gorgeous wife. By the way, don't tell her this. Yes. We're not taking those photos until it snows, because oh. <laughs> I, I have I have a every time I do my photos, I've got a. I'm gonna let her know that because she okay. So she was a little bit mad at you because she never got a response back, and I was like, okay, so he's probably busy because he's doing he's doing the you know the new era thing with Tony, and he's doing other things. I didn't realize and, and he's a new responder. I, I didn't you never was, did. Okay, you all right. Never did. I have an idea. Mm-hmm. Let her know I've got an idea, but it's gonna mm-hmm. be cold. She'll she'll do it. She'll, she'll she'll do it. She'll she'll do it. I mean, if, after all the shoots that she has done so far, I don't think she's gonna have a problem. Oh, I'm not gonna make it easier. No, <laughs> she's not. I mean, the worst case scenario, she just cusses at you, but then you'll get used to it. So, oh, I'm <laughs> she'll she'll be like, hey, I, I cussed at your friend. Uh, Good shots in. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, he'll, he'll be fine. <laughs> he'll be fine. He'll, 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 he'll live. I've cussed at him before, too. Not much, but he'll, he'll live. It, it'll be fine. I have a really good idea for her, and uh, I didn't realize I didn't respond to her. Um, That's okay. I have a really good idea, but it's going to be snowing, and it's going to be cold. And, okay. And uh, I know exactly where to do it. Okay. Well, then that that's between you and her. Uh, like I said, I'm pretty sure that the problem. Oh hell no! Right. Uh-uh. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh, don't nah. you do that! No, 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 no! Don't you do that to me! No, 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 no! <laughs> that hey, I let I let her. She, I, she, she let me does the handling thing. Oh uh, no! Thing. No, I, no, I, no! I will. I, it's gonna be a, a oh. simultaneous text message between all three of us. Okay, that's and that's fine. If you're if you're comfortable with that, I have absolutely less than zero problem with that. So you're fine. I'm fine with that. Listen, just give me a five minute head start if I piss her off. Uh, you're gonna get a 15 because I, I can't I can't run that fast. So you're you're good you're good. And I I don't want to catch you. I'll just let you. I'll I'll give you a, like okay. I'll give you about a two hour head start. Just don't see me for the next couple of weeks. So they can't. I, I'll, I'll, yeah, no problem. They can't run fast. No, they can't. I can't. <laughs> I'm I'm 43, man. Come on, dude. The only thing that runs fast on me is my mouth. That's about it. <laughs> All right, man. This has been. I've been waiting for this for a long time because you asked me like a year, a year and a half ago. Yeah. Um. It's not that you weren't ready. I, I right. just I was waiting for you to be comfortable and. Right. This is uh, man. I missed you, man. 
I miss you back, brother. I know. I know that things been busy. I know been busy doing your thing. I've been doing mine, and that's fine. I mean, that happens in life. That's why I was never. I I I, I told myself, hey, Josh, my boy is gonna get it. He's gonna get at me, and he will. And I, that's and and that's fine. And I like I said. And plus, I get my you know get my uh, my skills up. You know, get some matches. Get some some memorable events up and you know we got a lot to talk about so i'm actually glad because what when was the last show that i was on i want to say february right february or march the was the last show last, last show i was on with you good with that as a co-host uh yeah it was, it's been a while but uh yeah last time i actually physically saw you was uh pre-slave uh, yes, that was antagonist. That was uh, Primo's antagonist. So last month. If uh, anyone asks why there's more photos of you than anyone else, just tell them the truth. <laughs> yeah, I, I play favorites. <laughs> I, I, like I unabashedly play favorites. Um, you will get your picture. Right. But. <laughs> I, oh man, I, I, I love. <laughs> I, I play favorites, you know. Like you know, I I, yeah. I, I don't like I, I like the real world. Like in the in my shoot job, I got to be nice to everybody. I'm the equal. Yeah, same, yeah, same with my shoot job. Fine, 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 fine. No, I can do that. But in the real world, uh, uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> how, how many pictures I sent your ass tonight? I stopped counting after eight. Yeah, and I still have. Um... And, so I, and I haven't even I haven't even shown wife yet, so I'm like, I was like, wow, I was like, this should be like a buddy sitcom movie. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, if they ever if they ever do a uh, a lethal weapon remake and they want to make us you know normal normal looking people, then they 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 got to they. they there, there you go. Big guns, Justin Andrews, and, and Slick Tyson Stone in, well, the, in the Lethal Weapon remake. Well, in on that chord, uh, obviously <laughs> you're getting too old for this shit. And, very too old and, for this shit. And give us uh, where to find you on Facebook and Instagram All right. and OnlyFans. So Instagram. Okay, so my plug. Okay, so... Uh, Facebook page, you can find me at Punisher Slick. That's L-S-L-I-K-K, two Ks. Uh, Instagram, that's Slick underscore Tyson underscore Stone. And uh, for uh, Twitter, it is uh, ro- at Rogue Soldier 227. And OnlyFans? Uh, not yet. I'm in the, that's in the process of me. Uh, only fans of me getting dropped on my head. So that, you, if you want to, if you want to see, if you want to see morbid shit like that, <laughs> it's in the works. One of my favorite, <laughs> one of my favorite moments of you and I ever doing anything is when we were interviewing Bruce Wayans. I'm like, yes. Bruce, are you spreading your butt cheeks on uh, Instagram? <laughs> uh, on, 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 he's like, take my butt cheeks out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was one of the most fun interviews that i mean it was hard doing that because he just bruce i mean i don't know what's more fun interviewing him or fighting him because i fought him like two times joshua michael take my butt cheeks out of your mouth take my butt cheeks out of my mouth sucker (laughs) like like you you're a sucker like i i don't just one thing about bruce is that 
do not uh don't talk shit about batman he oh yeah i i i talk shit about batman i'm still regretting it i was like you know your boy batman is a simp what you say to me sucker uh yeah he's a simp he he his superpower is he's rich you take that back i was like dog he's basically iron man without the armor and then it didn't help that i had a match before him later that night don't you don't you interrupt his love of batman Oh yeah, he yeah he loves Batman. I love you, Brucey. <laughs> but yeah, I, I was talking so much shit about him. How many times have I told you not to interrupt Bruce's love of Batman? <laughs> oh god, you know I'm just stupid as hell because I'm I always got to learn shit the hard way, and I just like, what if I just antagonize the hell out of him and just say Batman sucks? I want to see how bad mad he gets, and he's like. I found out how mad he gets, and it doesn't help that he actually has an actual bat in his hand, so that's kind of stupid on my end. So there you go. Well, I never got that. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, he, he actually has a bat, so so don't 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 piss oh. don't piss him off about bat, man. I was I was packing up for the last uh, nearest show, and mm-hmm. I just got a new bat. I got at a yard sale, and I was picking all my shit up, all my bags of cords and stuff. I'm like, I don't need this bat, but I. Also had a can of black spray paint in my in my, <laughs> in my car, and right. and I was like, I'm not gonna need this. And then he comes up to me, Josh. I'm like, <laughs> Do you have a baseball bat in your car? And I'm like, Fuck. He's like, God <laughs> damn it! I, I didn't even tell him. I, I was so mad at myself. Like, I'm not gonna need this shit. Yeah, I I I, I could have got to film. Brucey, spray painting his own bat that I... Dude, that would have been promo gold because I cannot watch a promo with the final boss, Bruce Wayans, and not put a laugh emoji on there. It does does not matter what he is promoing about. I mean, it's it's like, coming to you live from the grocery store in the bean aisle, suckers. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. I'm, the at, fuck I'm at the Kroger, and these suckers ain't got my habanero. And I'm waiting for that big sucker, Slick Tyson Stone. I'm at where you at, suckers, and I got your beans right. I'm like, I, and, I, I, and, I, and there's one of those days where I was, like, pissed off. I don't even know what he's doing a promo on. Red or Pinto. Just, you know, I would, yeah, and you know how one of those days you want to just be pissed off? Yeah. But then you see it, I was like, oh, I'm not going to get pissed off anymore. And then it's like, yep. <laughs> like. So, no, he's great peeps, great people. Nah, the, like, I'll tell you the story he told me in a little bit. But, guys, this is Minefields. Yeah. Uh, you, know the, you know the drill. Send us off. And, hey, and that's not a prediction. That ain't a spoiler. Hell, that ain't a guarantee. That, my friends, is set in stone. Believe that. And this is dangerous, and this transmission is over. Don't hang up.